Hey guys, Sleeper Kid here. Uh, the date is the uh, 11th of June, 2017, and you're about to listen to our newest podcast featuring Jacqueline Velvets and our special guest, uh, Jessica Nicole, uh, who has been doing modeling, I think, for near a decade now and uh, has become one of our closest friends. Um, she's extremely sweet, uh, very interesting to talk to, and also uh, hilarious. She's really, really funny, and uh, some of the stuff you're going to hear uh, is just great material, good stories, and uh, very interesting um, insight into fetish, and uh, and also uh, the kind of fetish that you know we don't understand, and we figure out why why we don't and why we accept it, or why we won't. So um, enjoy, and uh, see you next time. Hey guys, it's Sleeper Kid here. Um, today is Saturday, June the 10th, 2017, and uh, welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, today I am uh, very pleased to be joined by this lovely lady that I married, my wife, who's here. Hey. <laughs> Your name is on the podcast, but she's here every once in a while. Thank you, Mr. Velvets. <laughs> it's an honor to be here. <laughs> Mr. Kid. Um, and then, uh, to, much to our great pleasure we have the beautiful Jessica Nicole here Yay. who um, is our guest. You. Thank you. And Jessica we've known you for how long now? It's been oh. at least like nine or ten years right? Yeah. Because yeah. I knew you before I met Jacqueline mm-hmm. and then and I've been with Jacqueline for about seven years now so. Okay I would say probably I started modeling in 2000 late 2006 so I probably met you maybe in like 2007, mm-hmm. maybe 2008. Mm. Jesus. Well, so like 10 years. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to go kill myself. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I had that realization that I've known Gary Pranzo, who is a giantess producer and very good friend of ours. Um, I've known him for 10 years. I've been working with him for 10 years. Like we just had our anniversary. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Mr. Pranzo. Uh, so um, before I continue, there's going to be a couple things I need to address from the last time we uh, we did a podcast. One of you guys said, uh, I just did it. I just fucking did it. So there's two, th- two things the fans were like complaining about. One, they said I smacked my lips a lot when I drank wine. So now I'm just like always keeping my lips, you know, kind of apart so I don't do that. So sorry, guys. And then another dude was like... Uh, Hey man, we, we played a drinking game to your podcast last night. And I was like, what was it? And he was like, was it every time you heard a certain like trigger word, like a fetish? And he's like, no, every time you say Jesus Christ, you say that all the fucking time. Do you want me just to cattle prod you anytime <laughs> you say or do those things? Because I mean, I mean, I can go get it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we do have like 16 downstairs for special occasion. But yeah, apparently this guy was like, we started taking a shot every time you said Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. And then uh, now I'm all self conscious about it. So now if I, I don't know what I'm going to say, like, sweet Christmas. <laughs> Jiminy. Jiminy Biscuits. Gee Willikers. <laughs> Gee Willikers. Um, but uh, just for any of you guys who don't know who Jessica is, uh, first of all, I feel very sorry for you. Uh, second of all, you should get to know who she is because she is, uh, in my estimation, one of the, the best uh, models I've ever worked with. Um, one, of, one of the loveliest um, and one of the sweetest like I think your disposition and your temperament and your attitude to, towards other people I've never heard you say a single 
like mean thing and you, and you I, I don't think I've ever heard you like even mm. just trash talk somebody who like cut you off in traffic like <laughs> Wait, I don't think you've ever ridden in a car with me that's, while I've been driving <laughs> that's a good point are you an angry driver um, like aggressive you know Atlanta traffic makes me angry mm. like so much I guess you've never driven up north then well no I have I have um how many Boston. people have you murdered? <laughs> Boston was terrible. I hated Boston. Actually, the entire state of Massachusetts was terrible. And There's too um, many yeses. And DC is like the most, the least tourist-friendly city with their with their driving. Oh, um, I don't mind driving in in New York City. I mean, I've done it. You know, New York City or Manhattan? Because that's New York Ma- City Ma- is Manhattan. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking of like the greater, you know. New York State? I guess New York State, you're right. But I mean, I think of Manhattan, I think it's Manhattan. So I guess Manhattan is Manhattan. (laughs) Manhattan is the city. Yeah. The shitty, as I call it. But I can only call it that because I'm from New York. So I I I get special rights. I can't call it that. It's it's psycho driving in Manhattan. Like I just I just leave it to her. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like I will have a meltdown if I am in the car with somebody that's not comfortable driving in New York. Like, I have to be the one in control. Mm -hmm. No, I've seen cabs merge through, I think, osmosis. I think they just, like, share molecules for a few seconds and then separate. It's like the Matrix. I don't know how they do it. Like, I, I... I just don't watch. Like, I'll watch the TV in front of me, and I won't look out at the windows because it's a yeah. death sentence. I, <laughs> I, I don't... I almost never do, like, the subway in New York because it scares the fuck out of me. Oh, why? But I love taking the subway. I'm not a big I, fan of the subway. Either. I get down in those tunnels, and I feel like a little hamster, and I get claustrophobic, and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get to the oh. surface. <laughs> yeah. it's. Oh, God. I guess it is kind of daunting, but, you know, at least you have, like, rat friends to keep you company. <laughs> Hamsters and, and rats. And, um... and the couple of times that... Um, I have used it. Like, I ended up going in circles a lot. Like, literally going in circles on the subway. Just like a hamster on a yeah. wheel. Exactly. <laughs> playing the hamster part to, to the hill. So, yeah. Uh, but oh. no. So, uh, but real quick. So, the... Um, uh, tangent number one. Yeah, tangent number one. But no. So, if you guys, like I said, if you don't know Jessica's work, she's she's been doing uh, fetish for quite some time. And, of course, wrestling for me. Uh, she's worked for Jacqueline's company as well, doing Sleepy. Um, and uh, we've always, always had a blast working with you. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I think makes this podcast uh, what it is, is that every fetish model has very interesting stories to tell. Because it's like, how do you, you know, how do you end up doing this? People ask us all the time, like, you know, last night someone was like, I was telling a friend of mine about what you did. And they were like, what? <laughs> and so we, I usually start with that. So I always go like, um, you know, like, how old were you when you suddenly realized you wanted to start modeling? What kind of modeling was it? Like, what got you into the world of, of well, the world you're in now? Okay, so... Settle back, children. <laughs> once upon a time. Yes, mm-hmm. once upon a time. Um, as far as just being a model, when I was in the first grade, we had, quote-unquote, career day at school, and all the kids were supposed to dress up as what they wanted to be when they grow up. Mm-hmm. And I literally went as a model. Oh. What did like, you wear? I had this super cute little like sweater um, skirt set and I wore the sparkly tights and like patent leather shoes and oh I had God. curly hair and my mom put a little bit of makeup on me. <laughs> oh, And I felt super glamorous all day. 
Oh. And oh, you're so, so precious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, the idea of being a model, I found fascinating from a very young age. Um, at the time, mm-hmm. my idea of what a model did was dress up in pretty clothes and smile for the camera. Yeah, I and get to be beautiful. Yay! Yes, exactly. Um, so you know, I've always loved doing that. And then, um, as I got older, I from Chattanooga and so like it's not like there's really um, a big market for modeling there mm-hmm. and so well you've was, changed that <laughs> yeah. so I was like okay well I guess I'm just gonna go to school um, and <laughs> right uh, my last year in college or right after I graduated college I guess the kind of I became aware of internet modeling and and the way that People uh, were networking online, mm-hmm. you know, uh, specifically Model Mayhem and One Model Place and those sites. So OMP. Yep. So I, si- <laughs> I signed up. Oh, that that for- site is like it's, oh, it's like a ghost a, town. It's a ghost town. Now. Yeah. yeah. It's like this I, abandoned amusement park with hot girls all over the place. I haven't the, the MySpace of modeling. modeling. <laughs> but yeah, I used to go to One Model Place. Yeah, I haven't logged too. in there in ages. What was the other ages. one? One Model Place and. The- Model uh, oh, Model Mayhem. Mayhem. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> I forgot you guys mentioned that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I signed up for prof- profiles on both of those and started doing some shoots. And a lot of it was um, just, you know, pretty girl next door stuff mm-hmm. and everything. Like pin up kind of stuff? Yeah, or? kind of, and, and all that. And then it was like December 2006, I think. And. I most of the shoots that I had done had been trade shoots. Um, I had like a retail job, and um, I had no money, and so I found on Craigslist. Okay, this is back before Craigslist was a place to get murdered. Um, <laughs> on Craigslist, I found an ad. Is that what it says on the site now? <laughs> Craigslist, the place to get murdered. Pick your state. I found an ad on the site. Somebody doing a tickle shoot Ah. and I was like what in the world and they they had a like a a little website set up that like walked you through and told you all about it and everything and I was like yeah I I could do that you know it was um, like it seemed very tame to me you just are you you ticklish yes I am and you, but you don't mind being tickled, right? It's it's not something that bothers me. Like I kind of I thought it was fun, you mm-hmm. know. And um, you like Regular dress up like, <laughs> like a, a you know secretary businessy type stuff and mm. get tickled. And so uh, now that I look back on it, like it's really scary what how I went about it. But at the time, I was like, yeah, whatever. There's no scary people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean scary in terms of because you did it through the internet, or did you like end up going to the shoot and it was like in an alley or? <laughs> well, what I did is I called the number. No, I, yeah, I called the number and left a message, and they called me back, and they were like, or I sent some pictures, and they're like, yeah, come on down. Here's the address. So I just like drove down. Like I, I, I didn't know anything about checking references or anything. No chaperone. Yeah, no, wow. not at all, and. It was in Atlanta, so I just drove down to Atlanta, showed up at this house. It was just me and him, and um, 
it was totally fine. Like, he was cool. He wasn't, he ended up, like, not being creepy at all. It was very safe. Uh, thankfully, luckily yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. But, but it could have gone either way. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been really bad. And uh, Did that thought not even cross your mind? You're like, sure, this has got to be like, you know, a legit person. Yeah, I, it yeah. did not cross my mind until You're much, like, it's, much it's later. It's a gig, yeah. It's, yeah, if exactly. If this person is uh, willing to, to post publicly, then it must be okay. And I found out later, he told me, he was like, yeah, this is my mom's house. She's out of town. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he just kind of, quote unquote tied me up it was very much like for show I wasn't really actually tied up mm-hmm. and tickled me and he wore a, like a ninja mask <laughs> because he said that the, the customers had complained that they didn't like seeing his face uh, was like, he really ugly? no I don't think so I don't remember him <laughs> like being, a, I think they just like wanted to be able to imagine themselves troll. I, don't I know. think they just wanted to imagine themselves in yeah, in the know. position. So yeah, anyway, as I, as ninjas. Yeah. Is it politically correct to say it anymore? It's like, oh, he was physically unfortunate. I think one of the storylines was like, I showed up at the house. I was a realtor, and I was gonna like show the house to somebody, and he was like, No, this is a bad time. <laughs> and then like you know, tied me up and tickled me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Do you hate it when that happens when you're working as a realtor? Exactly. Hold on, real quick. Hold up, hold, hold up your glass of, uh, of wine and have a big smile. Oh, I tried to take a picture of you, uh, and it, it was in mid conversations. So your face was like, uh. like here we go. Big smiles. Three dose. Why don't you can look over here too? Oh me? Yeah. You're still pretty. Wait. Sorry. I'm not wearing this my... This is a riveting podcast. I'm again. not wearing my headset properly. I'm... Okay. It goes over the ears. Okay. Three, two, and good. All right. I'll post that for the fans at some point. Okay. So, so but, anyway, but got, it went well. Yeah. It went well. It went fine. I got tickled for like two hours. And then he paid me. And I was like, this is amazing. I just made like more in two hours than I you know would make in like three days at my retail job and I feel wonderful because I've got all these endorphins from laughing and giggling (laughs) for two hours I was like this is the best thing ever I gotta do this again yeah and it took me um quite a while to like network into the fetish community I guess or the the fetish uh modeling community fetish industry yes yeah so it took me quite a while to like find people to shoot with and all that stuff. But and this was it because it was Chattanooga? Like there just wasn't a whole lot of contacts out there? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, um... Because that's changed now, isn't it? I mean, I, I have a couple of friends who live out there now. Like, Sumiko, I think, lives close to Chattanooga. Uh-huh. Um, and, and Annabelle Pink. Annabelle Pink. So, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, stuff's happening out there. But right back then, it was but like a wasteland. There, well, <clears throat> I mean, there's a few models, but nobody shoots there. Oh. Unless, you know, you count, like, models, models shooting amongst shoot, ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I I have not done as much as I would like because I forget. <laughs> like, I forget that there's people that live there I can shoot with. It's terrible. Do you get a lot of customer requests that you do on your own or you usually just go to other companies to do them? Um, I do. I get a fair number. Um, and if it's really complicated, I'll just tell the person. I'm like, look, I don't have the setup for this. You should contact, you know, so-and-so. If, if it's somebody... Like, I've gotten some people that wanted me to shoot pedal pumping and stuff. And oh, I'm like, yeah. 
I don't have this. I don't have a good setup for this. You need to contact these, this, this company, here. and you know, I shoot with them, and they they can help you and just you know request a custom with me, and then they'll hire me, and you can get it. Mm-hmm. So when you so what was the next step? Like, did you start going exclusively for tickling, or did you start to broaden your horizons a bit? Uh, no, I I did. I was like, well, at the time, I didn't have. Uh, any idea how wide uh, the the fetish industry could go, like the the breadth of it all. But um, I did some foot stuff, like some really tame foot stuff, um, and then I did a little bit of balloon stuff and some wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's how I found out about you. Actually, was through your balloon stuff. Because oh, okay. it's so funny in the balloon community, like, everybody just goes gaga over the women and, like, loves to, like, show pictures, like, even to other models. It's like, can you do a shoot like this? Or have you worked with this girl? And, like, you were one of those girls. <laughs> okay. like, like, you need to know her. You need to do a shoot with her. Uh, and it was through that guy that, um, Balloon Dave, I think, yeah. goes by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you worked with him recently? Because he lives around here. Um... I did last summer. I haven't since last summer, but yeah, I I I love shooting with him, and I love shooting the balloon stuff because it's a lot of fun. I get to be was he the guy who came here? Goofy. Yes. Okay, nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I get to be. Yeah, he is. He's super duper nice. But I, I just like the fact s- that his name is Balloon Dave. Because <laughs> if I was doing balloon shoots, I'd be I'd probably be shit out of luck. I'm like, what should I call myself? Can I call myself Balloon? Nope. So we took Balloon as the first name. It's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like Looney Kid. Because <laughs> the, the a lot of the oh yeah balloon fetishists they call themselves the lunars. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like latex. Not latex. What are they, what, what's it made out of? The balloon latex. Latex. Well, you can do something with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> balloon. Balloon <laughs> kid. Balloon kid. When you get older, call yourself pops or something like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be cute. <laughs> no, no, continue. Sorry, that was a total tangent <laughs> number two. No, yeah. I'm not gonna be counting. Oh yeah, so um, so you had some foot stuff and then balloon stuff. Balloon stuff, and then I think the next thing I probably did was the wrestling with you. Was that oh, oh was that yes. the first? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very proud. Yes. Okay. What was that? What was that experience like for you? Because I remember I I've shot so much wrestling. I sometimes have to go to the girl that did it to tell me what the memory was, because uh-huh. I'll be like, "Yeah, how was it for you?" Because I can't, I can't remember. I remember you. I remember you being very, once again, very sweet, very, uh, very lovely, very like almost a little soft spoken at first, uh-huh. and then, um, but you were very easy to direct. But I forgot. What, I don't remember what we shot. Like, um, I know I worked with the girl Rain. Oh yeah, um, really pretty. Yes, like, very pretty. Model oh, face, brown yeah. hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's um, a good friend of mine. She's still, uh, she's she lives, I think, I don't know, she's not in Georgia anymore. But yeah, still occasionally talking stuff online. Yeah, that, that woman's a supermodel. Stunning look. Yes, oh very pretty. God. Uh, and I thought it was, like, really fun and interesting. And I, I went home and I was like, uh, I was like, oh my God, I got to do, like, flips and stuff. And I picked somebody up and threw them down and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the consensus when people work with us. They're just like, I didn't know I could do this. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know I could turn a flip like that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of girls, when they first start talking trash, and they have never talked trash in their life, and it just suddenly comes very naturally, they'll they'll kind of be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I was that was really easy for me to tell her that she was like, you know, <laughs> she uh, call her X amount of names. Uh, but I do remember, now I remember you working with Rain. Um, uh, who else did you work with? Was it... Because you and I didn't do any mixed stuff till later on, I think. 
Um, God, so many different people. It's I know, it's I fucking know. Fucking crazy, but no, but so, so okay, so you and like I, one of the things I like to illustrate is like just the path that you went on. So, um, so you you started with the uh, tickling, then of course you did you said some foot stuff, balloon mm-hmm. wrestling. Where did it go from there? Because well, I at the same time. Uh, at that time, I was doing a lot of like promo work as well, like mm-hmm. trade shows and um, like some liquor promos and stuff where you like, go into the liquor store and you have to be like liquor store or even like a bar and you're like, like have you had some of this vodka? Right. <laughs> yes. Can so. I try some vodka? <laughs> I'll pour it for you. It's got um, potatoes in it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did one. I did a bunch for. Um, uh, Corvo Silver, I think. Nice. And, and I can't stand tequila. <laughs> I, I can't, like, it's just bad things happen, like, not funny bad things. Like, <laughs> like I take one shot and I'm like in the Good bathroom, bad. I'm like in the bathroom show, throwing up. Oh. While, while, while punching someone in the face. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was doing like a lot of those and I got last minute, they, uh, one of the, staffing companies wanted to book me for a trade show and I couldn't do it because I was still also working part-time at a retail job Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get off work and it hit me I was like this is ridiculous why you know if I worked at this full-time with the you know the just regular modeling jobs the fetish stuff the promos I was like I can make way more money than you know doing it a little bit and, my and sticking with your day, right. day job yeah. right exactly so I um, I told my my retail my day job I was like okay it's at the end of the month that's Two weeks, it for yeah. me and um, so yeah it was it was kind of scary but I had a lot of support and I just kind of dove in and was like okay what what, what else is out there? What can I do? And I... Bring it on. I... Did you have support from, like, your significant other at the time? Yes. Friends? And, yes, my yeah. husband. Exactly. Um, was very supportive. And and friends, too. And, you know, I did... Because it's done, very important to have, yeah. I've done, like, pedal pumping and bondage and... Sleepy. I mean, I, sleepy, yes. <laughs> Basically, like... You name it, you name the niche fetish. I have shot it at least once, except for things like, you know, I don't do like live animals and. Um, well, most I, people don't. I hope. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't. I don't do like live animals and, um, you know, poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> I love that word. Um, I uh, yeah, that you know what? Across the board, that seems to be a lot of. Uh, I was talking to Cheyenne Jewel, and Cheyenne is another model who's pretty much done it all. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, if it's out there, I've tried it. Except she won't do. She, you know, she's a huge animal lover. Um, I think she said the same thing as Sin Sage. She's like, poop, nope. I'm not gonna. And I think Sin Sage was like, I'll piss in front of you, but I'm sure as hell not shitting in front of your camera. And I'm just like, it's you know. interesting where you draw. Like people just draw the line in these interesting ways. Mm-hmm. You yours make a lot of sense. Obviously, hurting a human, uh, hurting a human, a human being without their consent. Yes. Hurting a, a creature uh, or defecating for whatever reason. Like it's just not appealing. But like, is there anything else out there that you're just like, I don't like. Like I don't like. Is like is it something like? 
Like if someone asked me to like eat a pickle on camera, I could I fucking hate pickles. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with people who do. So as I was yeah. asking, is there anything out there where you're like, oh, I just don't want to fucking try it. I don't want to do it. Um, I I used to do the like occasional smoking custom. Smoking is a huge fetish, and I used to do the occasional smoking custom, but I quit because I was like, I'm not a smoker, and it really, I can't do this well. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't smoke well on camera and did I, you do I, like just a like just kind and of like, I end up like you know <laughs> and um, so yeah I was like I, I don't do this well so I don't want to do it since I, I I can't do it well I don't want to do it that makes sense I mean yeah if you can't do it if you know that when the fan sees it they're not going to like it you're like, yeah. why, am I, why am I even trying yeah um, let's see what else Trying to think of some of the more popular ones. Okay, so like stuff like let's say extreme bondage, like um, fuck, like the kind of stuff our buddy Jade Indica does, where you know you're you're suspended and, and hogtied and then you're being lowered into a, a vat of water and stuff like that. Like I, um, I've never been able to. I've never had the opportunity to be suspended. I would love to do that though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, most me of too. the it's mostly the water part that freaks me out. Oh. It's like getting lowered into a tank, like David fucking Blaine. Um. You know, I've done some like but drowning. It's magic. You'll be fine. Drowning fetish, mm. which um, I I personally find it like creepy. I don't want to watch the end product. But while I'm shooting it, it takes so long to shoot it, and there's so many like steps, and you're focusing on each step at a time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel creepy while you're shooting yeah. it. But then at the end, like when I, the last shot is me floating face down in the pool. And then afterwards, and I'm like, mm, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> no, a lot know. of models don't like to see themselves on camera, I've noticed. Like, I'll send girls a video and they'll watch it sometimes out of curiosity in terms of like, how did this move look? Or if there's a special effect, it's like, oh, how did it look when I get punched in the face? But a lot of models really don't like to see themselves. Are you, are you kind of like that? Or do you like to kind of watch your stuff and go, ooh, that was fucking great? Um... Well, I mean, I've edited my own customs and stuff, so well, yeah. I have to watch myself sometimes. To a degree. And it's not so much that I don't like seeing myself, but I think I sound ridiculous. <laughs> what? And I'm like... You have, like, one of the most calm and soothing voices. Like, right now, I feel like I'm an NPR. <laughs> yeah. I feel you like do. I have to talk softly just to be <laughs> at this tone of voice. It'd be great, though, if you kept that tone of voice, like, the darker it got, like... And the one time I was urinated on, it was quite fantastic. And <laughs> oh, yes. yes Why don't you tell us the details about speaking, how fantastic it speaking was? Speaking of being urinated on, um, <laughs> the stuff that I've done done with peeing, it has all, the majority of it's been like desperation type oh, yeah. stuff. Have you worked for Bound to, Bur- uh, Bound to Burst? Oh, he's so nice. I know. Oh, I my God. Him. What a precious heart. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh do tell. I love I loved them so much. I know. What a uh, describe for someone like me who doesn't know what you're talking about. Oh, um, he's like a little... It's like a hobbit. Yes, he's like, like a he little lives, adorable British guy. He lives like in, in Pennsylvania. He lives, he lives on a... a in this on the edge of a Christmas tree farm. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, little cottage. Yeah. It's so quaint. And uh, are you sure he's not a mythical creature? Like, I, like you have to like stomp to your foot. Yeah. You have to you stomp your feet three times and clap, and then like turn around and he just shows up. Like, come no, pee you, on yourself. No, when you pee, he shows up. 
magical key fairy. Right, I didn't mean to no, interrupt. No, okay, so he lives. Okay, so this guy looks like a hobbit. Lives. No, he doesn't look like a hobbit, but he's just like he lives. He lives like in the Shire, and it's oh, so, so like he's, peaceful and quaint. Like yes, it's just, and oh. he's very like calm and and polite and yes. everything. And yeah, and he like he's got a British accent. Um, and he's he's an older gentleman, so he always reminds me of that guy, Malcolm. What's that British actor? Malcolm McDowell. Yes, yeah. he reminds me of him mm-hmm. so much. We got from yeah. Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so sexy British guy who lives near Christmas tree farm. <laughs> oh, but he's an older gentleman. No, oh, sexy not... older gentleman who no. lives. No, it's... not so sexy it's... older gentleman who. Lives... <laughs> he's just more like just. Endearing and charming. Yes. Yeah. Endearing and charming, but not in a sexual way. Who lives close to a tree farm? Yeah. Okay. And he you shoots a bound to burst. So is there bondage and then peeing, or? Yeah, actually, a lot of what I've shot with him has either been peeing or bondage. Not the same. Yeah, not the he same. He said he said that he doesn't get a lot of cells if it's bondage with peeing. I don't know. Well, like I certain things don't, don't mix well. They don't yeah. mix well. You would think it would. Well, we almost had like, that happen today, where it was like wrestling meets lactation. Like. You <laughs> Yes. Uh, you think it would because, you know, the girls are tied up and then they're like, oh, no, I have to pee. What am I going to do? Yeah. That's, that's an interesting Can't point. From, I'm here forever. So, yeah, like I said, most of the, the peeing stuff I've done is. has been desperation type things. But I did do one that was just like a, it was a custom and I was working with some other models and we were kind of just all standing around peeing together. Mm-hmm. And, and my, leg, party. my leg got peed on. And I was like, oh my God, why is that so cold? <laughs> it was, it was, and I don't know if it's because she had been drinking a ton of water, like mm-hmm. trying to Being make sure she should be, I mean. But yeah, it was cold. And I was like, what in the world? That's weird. And then what, and then her circuit box started frying. <laughs> <laughs> error, error, error. Surprise, it's a bit body shoot. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit. The, the bondage thing is interesting because, like, uh, I can, I, I can, I guess I can kind of see it. It's like when someone once said people don't like their politics mixed with their religion, and that's kind of how it is. I think with bondage, like, I think people see bondage as this very sexy thing, and like maybe urinating is not something that should happen during a bondage scene. Maybe it's but it's it's just the practical sense of it. Like, it would make sense. I mean, because it would make if, sense. If a girl is tied up long enough, like, what is she going to do? But yeah. but it's the same I, thing as, like, someone goes, like, can you put uh, Jessica in a bear hug, and then she poops herself. And they're just like, no. Although it makes sense if you squeeze somebody hard enough, something's going to happen. But you wouldn't mix those things. Like, I would say no to that custom very heavily. I'm sure it yes. exists, though. <laughs> someone just throwing in fart sounds in the middle of a bear hug, like, oh, you're squeezing. Like, yeah, I can see that happening. But I've never seen it, though. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Like, have you ever seen anybody do a bear hug clip where they don't throw in bodily functions? I think there's certain kinds of fetishes that people don't want touched by bodily functions. Yeah, no, and you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, well, bondage might be so much of, of the, the bondage is like they want to come rescue the girl mm-hmm. or they want to imagine what they would do to her while she's tied up. and Or just watch her struggle. Yeah, and... and a girl covered in urine is not really conducive <laughs> to either, either of those Oh my fantasies. god, I just imagine like Batman kicking in the door. I'm here to... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Batman. Oh, yeah. Um, so today, unfortunately, uh, I guess for the records, uh, we, could, we could totally dedicate this to, to Adam West. 
because uh, you love that. Mm. I, I grew up with that man. Um, and he passed away today. Uh, I think he's 88. He died of leukemia. It's very, very sad. But, you know, he, he had a good run. 88's a good run. But uh, sorry, didn't mean to go from peeing on top of yourself to Adam West. But yeah, that, there is that idea. I didn't think about it. The idea of like running into a room and you want to rescue somebody. But they're covering in their own you know, fluids. It's kind of like, uh, I'm just going to call the cops and go across the street. Right. Just pick her up and throw her in the shower. <laughs> and there's another clip. Yeah. There you go. What was it? What messy? Well, we'll call Ivan Boulder over and pick you up like a human suitcase. <sighs> yes. <Jesus Christ. laughs> um, so we're going to continue on your path because I, I do want to like keep seeing where you where you ventured out to. But I do remember I want to make a note. Uh, one of the first pictures I saw of you, and I can't remember if it was after or right before we had worked together, but it endeared me to you to a degree. Um, you had gone to Dragon Con and you were dressed as um, you had done like a gender flip X-Men costume and you were oh. and so you were dressed as I think Gambit yes yeah and so she's yeah and so yeah so first Gambit. of all Gambit is like my favorite yeah. X-Men character and I'm I'm so upset he's not in the movies come on Marvel get it to fucking together was. he wasn't that one it was terrible but we don't that doesn't count played by the guy who played uh, John uh, John Carter from Mars, he played yeah. Gambit. Oh, but yeah. I think of him as the guy choice. from Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw that show, but I heard it was really good. Oh, I loved it. Um, they always made fun of the, the the wife with the huge glass of white wine. Like <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger in every scene. I think Amy Schumer did that whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. But no, so there was a picture of you dressed as Gambit, and you had the staff, and you had like the sclera fucking like. Mm. Contacts. Yes. Oh, those hurt. Yeah, and there was there was something so fucking like. I don't know, it was, it was sexy, but it was also just awesome. I was just like, and, I, and then someone told me, I was like, I think, and I can't remember if I saw it before or after I worked with you, but I think it was right before, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's the girl I'm working with? Holy shit, she's a geek. This is awesome. <laughs> so, But, I mean, you would consider yourself a geek to a degree. Yes. You, I've made so many references around you, and I think you've gotten, like, every single one. I think earlier we were discussing uh, David Tennant and uh, and Jessica Jones and, and how oh, you were. so good. I loved, it. <laughs> I loved it. So people who don't know this, uh, uh, and she won't mind me saying it, but I think you enjoyed the character. So if, uh, Jessica Jones, there's a character uh, that in the comics named the Purple Man. Uh, but what was his name in the actual show? It was... Um, uh, Kill... 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 And he can basically control people by just saying a word and so mm. uh, so then you mentioned something very interesting mm. earlier where you said that that was very appealing to you yes well it was I mean David Tennant's wonderful mm -hmm. and his voice is lovely and so watching that and my name is Jessica so watching that <laughs> and hearing him be like Jessica I was like oh Jessica. yes let me just let me just rewind and play it over and over again. did you ever tell your husband to like leave the room like can you just go pick up some groceries or something no you're like put on a purple suit and just say my name over and over again yeah exactly from across the house just like Jessica uh, but I said that to you I remember you were on the mats uh, with uh, Maria and I just kind of jokingly said Jessica and your face lit up you're like <laughs> And then I thought of doing the whole like smile, and yeah. But so, what is it? Because we are going to jump all over the place. But um, what is it about that that attracted to you? Attracted you? Because I know you've you've done hypnosis, you've done yes. uh, that fetish, and also like I'm sure mind control and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, I have. What is the um, appeal? I personally fall more on the submissive side mm -hmm. of, this, of the submissive dominant spectrum. Actually, I fall really far on the submissive side. And she's like, I broke um, the dial. <laughs> and 
So, you know, I, I enjoy being restrained. I enjoy, you know, being like kind of... The damsel in peril. A little bit, yeah, but, but controlled. like controlled, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea of somebody having that like level of control, I liked it to the point that I found it a little disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is sexy. I need to see a therapist. <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty sure you weren't the only one who thought so. There's a lot of a lot of people. I mean, like I said, Jacqueline and I would have debates about like, I'm like, this guy's a piece of shit. And she's like, yeah, but you know, give him a chance. He's, He's right? just misunderstood. He's misunderstood. See, there's his parents. They were mean He's to him. He's trying. He's trying to help people. And like, like he, he did. He tried. But then it's like, there's his parents, and then see, they, they were mean to him. I don't think that's true. Oh, no, but look, they're there in a room. Uh, he just killed him. Oh, well. Uh, and then at the end, Jacqueline, like the last five minutes of the show, she's like, I'm fine. I guess they're going to have to kill him or something. And it's like, yeah. I was like, no, man, he's got to go. Yeah. Uh, I, I go. understood why he needed to for character development <laughs> and, you know, progression of the <laughs> you were plot willing. And you were willing to foster him for a couple of days just in case? Yeah. Know? Like, I just, mean, just give him, I mean, yeah. <laughs> just like the Sarah McLaughlin commercial. It's like, in the eyes of Jessica. <laughs> um, but anyway, so no, that's a very interesting thing. Is we had talked about that uh, many, many moons ago where you we, we both talked about, because I'm by nature a switch, but depending on what day it is, I can lean more towards dominant or submissive. But we talked about your own, you know, uh, private uh, um, kind of play playtime and stuff like that, and you had told me that you were very submissive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're gonna put a pin in that because I want to go back to that because there's another question that we we love to ask later on is like, what are your own personal kinks? Which is very fascinating to pretty much anybody who's listening to this because it's <laughs> like a lot of guys who you know watch you do so many fetishes, they always wondered like, is there any one of these out here that appeal to you personally? Um, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's ask that now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I just set it the fuck up. So, um, I haven't said Jesus Christ yet, right? No. Calipod's right. ready. All right. Okay, so, yeah. So, you've, you've branched out at this point. You've done the wrestling, bondage, um, you know, everything we just mentioned. Uh, out of all the stuff that you've done, is there anything that um, has appealed to you personally that you had never, you know, ex- you never experienced until you did it on a shoot, and now it's part of something that you like? Because mm. <clears throat> I know you said you've done bondage and stuff right. like that. So, that's probably and, part of it. And I knew that I enjoyed bondage before I ever shot it. Mm. Um, Was there an awakening I, for that? Like, um, Oh, man. Uh, that's like a whole other story. Yes. Uh, well, no, I just... I Like, growing up, I mean... That, that's that's I don't, the part I don't of even it. know, like, at what age most people, like, figure out what their fetish it varies into. But, it like, varies. I remember being in... God, like kindergarten and being like I don't know like this idea of being spanked and and humiliated and I wasn't I mean like my I wasn't spanked a lot as a child or anything like that it was nothing like that but just the idea of of being spanked and you're like and and the other kids who got beat up you're (laughs) Um, like how was what was that like? And even like like some like low level humiliation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that I far back. That, yeah, I just found that really intriguing. That's and as I was like learning, it was exciting. Yes, it was as I, it was exciting. And as, as I was learning about myself and you know my own body and everything and masturbating and 
all of that, I discovered that I liked to pair those two things, like thinking about being spanked and and, mm-hmm. and being you know humiliated controlled and, and humiliated, yeah. all of that. So I honestly, I didn't know that. I just thought I was a big weirdo <laughs> um, because I, I did. We also all led, think that about ourselves. I also led a very sheltered life, mm-hmm. um, so I, I thought I was a big weirdo, and I just was like, okay. Just not tell anybody about this because <laughs> nobody else is into this. Was there right. any <laughs> any exposure to to media that kind of strengthened that, like watching? Uh, not until I was in college, and then I saw um, the movie Secretary, and I was oh. like, "Holy shit, these are my people!" <laughs> That's how um, old I am. That her being in college during Secretary. Being, oh, yeah, man, and you still haven't seen that. I movie. still haven't seen it. I oh, want to. I it want is very to. good. I have a it huge is. crush on on, on Maggie Joan Hall. She's yeah, so fucking really great. Good. We should oh, watch it James after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, back when James, James Spader, Spader was still good looking. I I still love that man. The way he talks, <laughs> he has that voice, man. Oh, I like I was, when I watched the Blacklist. Yeah, and just the, the way, way he talks. He's got that just like very calm oh and when he like when he just picks up a gun and point blank like shoots somebody like what I'm like oh the scene with the guy with the cigar there's a guy with the he covers him in gasoline Mm. puts a cigar in his mouth and he lights a cigar and he sits there and it's this this torture thing where he's just basically Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna watch you smoke the cigar until it gets to the nub and then you explode into flames but then like within five seconds he just goes oh the suspense is killing me and just shoots him yeah (laughs) But uh, you just have a smile yeah, on your face. You're like, yeah. yeah. Isn't he something? Isn't he something? Exactly. Yeah. Isn't Mr. Wow. J something? No, there's there's like an intensity about him that mm-hmm. is very appealing. Yes. It's that That's whole what control it is. thing. The, the like he's in charge. charge. Yeah, he's, he's there's, got that down pat. There's a, and that's, I think that that attitude comes in really strong uh, as you're getting, not older, but as you're more experienced in life. Like you start realizing, like, I, I've, I've, I've met so many beautiful women um, that I would just go like, she's really pretty and she's really nice, but there's just nothing that attracts me to her as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I say pretty, I mean like what people, the majority of people consider to be attractive. Conventionally attractive. But then I'll, I'll meet a girl who is very much more like a girl next door type, but they're more interesting and they're more attractive because of their attitude towards certain things and, and their sexuality. And like, I think that extends over to someone like David, uh, or not David, I was going to say David, James Spader. Um, because like he's getting older, he's losing his hair, he's got the little bit of the front going on, but like he still attracts you because mm-hmm. he has that attitude. It's like, the dude. It's like the Anthony Hopkins, Ian McShane kind of thing, where it's like they're older, but they just exude that like dominance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like if you watch American God, dude, Ian McShane, the in God show of Power, is fucking ridiculously oh, dominant. I haven't show. seen any episodes yet. I can't wait to. Oh, oh my God! Okay, now your, I know what we're gonna your... have to show you. <laughs> no, actually. That's going to be your homework assignment. Oh, okay. You're going to watch the entire first season. Jackie's going to send you pictures of her and like her little college professor thing. Like, <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes. We're getting somewhere. Just a text that just says, Jessica. <laughs> just a a a a a um, So, okay. So, let's go back to, uh, so, I was going to like, so you were masturbating. <laughs> Um, so, uh, during the, the period you started self-discovery, uh, you would pair that experience with, in your own mind, like fantasies of humiliation and, and submission spanking, and spanking yeah, and stuff like that. that. Yeah. But then you saw Secretary. I did. I saw Secretary and I saw um, 
the character. Exit to Eden? Is that? Oh my God, really? That yeah. one? With fucking Rosie O'Donnell? And, and it, it wasn't so much wow. that the movie, Dan Aykroyd? the movie itself like turned me on, but I was like. The content. The content. The, the, I was like, there's other people. This is a thing. Like, the, this is, I'm not a weirdo. This is a thing, you know? <laughs> oh, so it exposed you to the idea that there's a whole community. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what was exciting about that And also Rosie O'Donnell existed, yeah. yeah. Ugh. And she could wear a leather corset and garter, no, a garter belt. And... No, <laughs> was a guy who was like talking no. about. I can't even describe what it is because I want to stop thinking her, about man. it. God bless her, man. But like someone was talking about, like someone who pitched this movie was just like, all right, so it's a whole island filled with beautiful, sexy motherfuckers, and they're wearing black, like latex and corsets and like studs, and like we just need, we need a firecracker. Who could it be? Like Halle Berry? No, 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 no. Well, what about Julia Roberts? No, no, no. She's a no. What about uh, I don't know Scarlett Johansson? Are you fucking kidding me? No, no, no. Here's who I have: <laughs> Rosie O'Fucking Donald. And here, let me preface by saying it's not because Rosie O'Donnell is an ugly woman not by any means. This is just because her attitude is just. She's not very sexual. She has a very unattractive attitude. She's not yes. very. She's not a sensual person. I would say no. But I haven't seen the movie, so maybe her character is supposed to be very abrasive. Um, I can't believe we're talking about this. Uh, but no, okay, so East of Eden, uh, or whatever or it was called. Exit to, Exit to Eden? Eden? East of Eden is like a white, black and white movie, sorry. Uh, Exit to Eden. So that, and then um, there was a, a store in Chattanooga that opened up that carried, like, they were an adult store, but they carried more, um, some of the more, like, along the fetish side of things, corsets and latex and stuff like that. And I was Ooh. like, oh, this is awesome. What so, was the name of the store? Um, they're, just like they're, the... they're closed now. They, they don't exist anymore, but it was uh, Loco Luna. Oh. That's Crazy a good name. Moon. That's a good, yeah. good name. Yeah. So, um, so you started going there just to kind of check stuff out? Or? Yeah. And uh, picked up some books and learned more about, you know. And still, it's been kind of a, a very long, meandering journey, but... And there's no rush. No, not at all. Uh, we're always, and, we're, and we're I, young until the day we die. So. <laughs> I have, you know, over the years found things that uh, I didn't think I was really into. And then, like, uh, I didn't know I was into choking until um, a few years ago. That's a common and, one I found. And I, I love it, like, <laughs> so much. It's very fucking sexy. And, and I shot tickling. And I don't really consider tickling to be a fetish of mine, but I shot it for years before I realized that I really, really look forward to my tickle shoots. Not just because they're fun, but because I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I and and I really enjoy being restrained mm-hmm. and held down, and somebody has you know they're making me laugh. Yep. So you know that's Back to that's the control a lot of fun. thing. Yeah. Um, feeds back into that, mm-hmm. and so I can just put you like in a sleeper hole and tell you jokes. It's just like <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Sorry, damn, that totally fucking dropped. That was a bad, bad attempt at humor. <laughs> it's like figure four leg lock, and uh, there's two uh, two bananas on the side of a river. 
Honestly, you, honestly like, you don't even have to tell the jokes. Just put me in the sleeper hold and choke me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're like, why are you even trying to do all this shit? So, um, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cough like really loudly. Oh, you can turn your head. It's okay. fine. It's, I have these allergies that went down in my She's chest. She's allergic to sounds, sexy people. Sounds terrible. <coughs> yeah, keep coughing. <coughs> Clear that throat. <coughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's a little better for now. I think a few of our uh, listeners just... Got excited. <laughs> There's a few of you guys like the coffee. Um, anything, any body, any body function. Uh, I've, I've noticed. Oh yeah. Like sneezing. Uh, sneezing. Uh, just hiccuping. Hiccuping. Uh, coughing, burping. Burping. I can't burp. I cannot like make myself burp. I I even did a shoot. Oh, I think we talked about. Yeah. What yeah. is her name? Amanda. Amanda Bryant. I don't know if she's still modeling more, but she's in it. Sounds familiar. In Florida. And I did a shoot with her, and she was like, okay, we're going to do a clip, and it's burping, and here, drink this soda, and I'll show you how to do it and everything. And, like, it's ten minutes of me going, like, drinking, like, chugging a carbonated beverage and then going, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, Oh, I can't, and she was like, I can't believe this is not working. Why are you not, I'm like, I don't know, I can't do it. I she's like, yeah, she's like, uh, well, now we have a gagging clip. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody joker, quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Okay, so now we know you can't really burp. Yeah, I can't burp. I have done sneezing clips and done, like, you know. Um, How easy are those to do? Because I, what do they do? Do they just, Well, like... I mean, I have, you know, faked the sneezing, like. <gasps> yeah. Um, well, that's easier uh, to burn. But yeah, but <laughs> oh, just wait till the snot starts blowing. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. can't wait. But thirty um, percent of our listeners are really enjoying this podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> shoot with someone who was like, they took one of those little um, plastic dental plat thingies that you. Oh yeah, and like a, a dental pick, a plastic one, and like stuck it up my nose and just gently tickled. <laughs> And it was a real sneeze. And I was really excited because I was like, <laughs> I was like, you just made me sneeze. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, there's like, like a little bit of control. Yep. It's and back that, again. Ah. That forced release. And I was like, yeah, this is a this is the most fun sneezing shoot I've ever done. You know? <laughs> it's forced release. I, I liked it. I mean, forced release could be the name of many different videos. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's that that that's so that is to me like this is a, one of the reasons I like this doing this podcast is because of concepts like that like concepts like that jump out at me and I'm just like the idea of control is a turn on, but in any way, shape, or form, it's not just being restrained. It's not just uh, someone, you know, doing a hypnosis scene on you or something. But right. it's like, holy shit, you just made me do something that I didn't plan on doing. Yeah. And that is a turn on. So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty fascinating. Is there anything else out there that's like, you know, kind of popped up over the years that you're like, this is this is kind of something I would never have uh, been into unless I tried it first? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like having my feet worshipped. Mm-hmm. If somebody is good at that, I'm like, holy cow, this is, <laughs> this is good. I like this a lot. I am, Shit, I, I'm there with I'm you. not enjoying this just for, like, I'm not enjoying this just for the camera. I'm really enjoying this. Um, and I, I like when they use their teeth. Interesting. So, yeah, and I, I like, you know, biting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Biting um, is sexy, but, like, that's the thing that I feel is unfair and, like, 
we were FetishCon was one of those places where you'd sit at the uh, hot tub, and it would be like just these these minnows that would kind of walk, you know kind of swim up to you and be like, "Excuse me, mistress, can I please worship your feet?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure, oh, whatever." I miss those days of like sitting in the hot tub and fishing for foot fetishists. <laughs> Cause they were just I never like, caught a would... single one. I always tried. I'm like, yo, dude, over here. Well, <laughs> it's, I always had a little more trouble with that because I would be like, this water is so gross. I don't want you to put your mouth on that. <laughs> like, I, I am concerned for your health. I don't, I don't want you to get the plague. Oh, it's okay. They've built up immunities. They're used to doing that. Have... And, and like, I... The I, plague. I've had, like... I've done some foot sessions and stuff, and I would have, like, sometimes people, uh, the client be like, you know, oh, I want you to, like, walk through, I want you to, like, clip your toenail, clip your toenails and let me swallow them. Oh, like, mm. fuck. I'm like, no, that's not hygienic. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not a dirty person, but that's that's not clean. And what if it scratches your esophagus? Yeah, and, get lodged in something. Yeah. Do you do that, like, with, like, extreme, like, like, um... Like ball busting, it's just like, no, I don't want to kick you that hard because you might want to have kids one day. And I'm like, what if you know, what if there's damage? And you know, I, I don't know. Um, I've never done ball busting to the point like they bleed or anything like that. Oh, I, I know some sometimes that has happened, but I won't do it on anybody that doesn't genuinely enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah. I'm like, if you're just doing this to get paid, it's I'm like not they doing just it. fucking found a bum on the street. <laughs> hey, we'll give you a sandwich if uh, Jessica Nicole can punt, you know, kick you in the nuts. I'm like, if you're just doing this to get paid, I'm not doing it. Like, if you genuinely enjoy it, then yes, I will kick you in the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Most of them do. Can we get that embroidered on a pillow? <laughs> if you genuinely enjoy it, yes, I will kick you in the balls. And then Jessica Nicole. But like we... Um, well, so, wait, I, I wanted to ask, because we're talking about like um, yeah. associating pain. Like, what is, what is your... Um, like... What is, your, what is your outlook on, like, the pain aspect of, like, you know, being tied up and tortured and stuff like that? Oh, okay. Um, I enjoy more, like, thuddy, um, thuddy pain instead of, mm-hmm. like, stinging pain. So, you caning, I'm, I don't enjoy being caned. Um, like, some riding crop stuff is... It's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but, like, flogging is nice it is nice yeah i like flogging it's like a massage that's uh the only experience i've had being submissive in that respect was was flogging and um and i like you said thuddy was so fucking great yeah i really enjoy it it just because it yeah puts you in that that mental space you want to be in if there's enough build-up then i can enjoy like some really uh steady paddling as well Mm-hmm. But you know you can't. I don't. I don't like it to just like haul off and yeah. slap the shit out yeah. of me straight out the gates. Just yeah. like, like whack. I need some build up, please. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. So our friend Mary a right, Meow, right did, way and a wrong yeah. way. And... If Mary Meow is listening, I love you to death. But like she did a thing where I love you. She grabbed a. Um, it was a cane, and we were at a at a fetish party at a, <laughs> at the masquerade, and she was like, "I want to cane you so bad." And I was do the thing, and I'm just like. And I'd done something to piss her off earlier that day. She's like, you know, if I can you, I'm going to take it out on you because you said this and it, it upset me. And I'm just like, whatever. So I got drunk and I go up there and she started caning me. And like within, I lasted way longer than anybody else. Like Pranzo got caned, Gary Pranzo got caned. Addie, uh, formerly Addie Juniper, but now Ray Fett, her boyfriend, uh, 
got can- he lasted like I think thirty seconds. I fucking held out for like a minute and a half, and I was just oh, like, wow. ah! like it was, oh, and it just it wasn't. I was like, who enjoys this? And I understand there's people who do, mm-hmm. but I just can't. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, no. Gaining is pretty extreme. <laughs> I took my pants off in front of you that night. You're like sitting in bed, like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Oh yeah, it looks crazy well. night at the club. <laughs> I got mugged by a very, very sexy criminal. <laughs> Give me your money. Just whap, 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 whap. So, um, with the spanking thing, is it like? Oh, do the you spanking. Enjoy, do you yeah. enjoy the the pain that you get from spanking too, or is it just the act of it? Like you've uh, been a very naughty girl. <laughs> I definitely really enjoyed the the uh, role play aspect of it, you mm-hmm. know, and all. So that. it doesn't have to be full force. But I like, like, if you're going to do it for a while, I do want you to build up to some good force. Like, don't just keep, like, tapping me. <laughs> don't just keep tapping me. You old bad girl. I was like, what do you want? What do you want? Why do you keep yes. tapping me? What? Yes. <laughs> Someone open a window? Is like, there a let's reason? escalate this, please. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a very important aspect of it, too. Like, at some point, there's a couple of people I know that are doms that I want to kind of come in and just have them really talk about the intricate nature of how you do it but like mm-hmm. yeah you can't just do that for for an hour you probably just fall asleep yeah and I you know I've, I've done shoots where where I have for the camera have played more of a dominant character and um, I've tried to get better at it but I really I've, it's really hard for me um, I feel like because I'm so like concerned about pacing and hurting the other person and you know whether or not they're enjoying it and and just getting in that mindset is really difficult for me Mm -hmm. but then at the same time like if I'm shooting in a submissive role with someone who's not not good at being dominant yeah then it's really terrible too because I'm like oh my god hit me harder please (laughs) like don't be scared well, the stuff we shot today, to work with. the stuff we shot today, I almost felt like, man, we were really light on you. Like, it was mm. such a very, very low labor kind of day. There it was, was. There was no it's lifting very or relaxing. Care. Yeah, so if Jacqueline gets to, to beat, beat up on you tomorrow, then I'll, I'll, I'll throw some fun shit in there. But, like, oh. yeah, there was... <laughs> it, it, it can be arranged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's when Jessica paid us for the <laughs> It's like, we got a new script. It's in your handwriting. <laughs> it came in by Raven this morning. Uh, but no. Um, I wish I had a Raven. Yeah. We have two <laughs> Ravens in the backyard. We do, do have deliver, two of them, yeah. Do they deliver mail? That's no, awesome. I wish that we We're working on it. Give us, a couple, give us a couple of weeks. <laughs> but uh, no, we do have a couple of Ravens back there. And apparently, cool. like, if you That's very cool. if you like go out there they're and you, you feed them enough, they start bringing you gifts. Oh, they're very smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, there was really cool. Some girl that would open up like a little thing of, was it yogurt or something? Or mac and cheese or whatever. And she would feed it every morning. And then the Raven would come and eat some. But then like before it would arrive it would, it would bring her like a like a gift so it'd be like a little bobble or like a, a an eagle's feather that was one of the things like it brought her brought her an eagle's feather mm-hmm. and so that was a friendship for life because it's just like i give you my mac and cheese in the morning you bring me little gifts and like i'm just like man i want a disney creature yeah i also want to know who eats mac and cheese for breakfast oh, that's awesome I don't know. <laughs> life goals life goals oh. <laughs> But uh, but no, and I, I think like I said, very fascinating to to hear that part of it because a lot of people that you know I'm I'm on that side of the fence. For a long time, I was a fan of the stuff who was struggling to be a producer. 
now I'm I would say I'm like 80% producer uh, 20% fan because I don't have a whole lot of time to just geek out and check out other people's work uh, but there is that part of me that's always very curious as to how much of this appeals to the model mm-hmm. and some models I've heard of, or not I've heard I've, I've talked to are very standoffish about it they'll won't admit to any they'll just be like oh no I don't like any of this this is all for money and that could be very much true but I always feel that the best models like certain things a little bit because it makes you better at them like, well, it helps you understand the mindset and mm-hmm. you know what's going on uh, in the in the brain of whoever's ordering it. You know, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like because I like uh, the the bondage stuff and and kind of the damsel in distress thing mm-hmm. because I think that's fun. I feel like it's helped me to understand the pedal pumping fetish more because a lot of that is I feel like a subset of the damsel in distress mm-hmm. you know you're in this car desperation you can't get it started you're like oh I, what am I going to do I can't get my car started mm-hmm. you know what's the thing about fetish though it's it's all psychological mm-hmm. you know I mean there's a lot of other elements like you know a, a, a pretty girl wearing a certain thing doing a certain thing but yeah it's all psychological. What's the other? Th- is there anything in terms of? Uh, this is also a huge thing. Uh, and I was talking to Tracy Jordan about it. And you know Tracy. Yeah. Uh, and she told me like she didn't realize that she had a thing for and another model actually uh, who's wrestling for us soon. Same thing. I, like, I didn't know I really liked wearing spandex until I wore like a spandex outfit. Like it was a bodysuit. Like maybe she was dressed up as Catwoman or Batgirl or something like that. And she's like, I really liked how it felt. Like mm-hmm. just the sensation of my hand. You know, touching this fabric that I'd never worn was like not a turn on, but it was like very stimulating. Mm. And so, is that just something like that where you're like, oh, a corset, or like, oh, vinyl, or latex, or like, you know, because I've seen you in latex yeah. before. I, um, latex is fun, it, it's, it looks pretty. I always feel like first off very cold and then very warm. <laughs> so, the temperature thing cold sweats an, annoys me, yeah, really, uh, yeah. But it, it looks wonderful, so I, I still wear it anyway. <laughs> um, it's worth the, yeah, it's worth the trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I really enjoy wearing corsets, and part of the reason is for when you take it off, like that release. <laughs> it's so good. Your ribs go back where they're supposed to be. Like, I could breathe again. Like I will, I will wear this thing all night for that, you know, 60 seconds of release sensation at mm-hmm. the end it's so good mm-hmm. it's so nice interesting interesting mm-hmm. uh what else so the other part of it was uh yeah i think we're actually nearing the end of this particular topic which is like i said very fascinating but is there anything else that's um that you've grown up uh or you know enjoying necessarily not necessarily you know part of what you've been shooting but like something that just stuck with you and, and just became part of your psyche in terms of your personal kinks because it's it's always like I always find that very fascinating because you deal in a world where like you're doing nonstop fetish. Yeah. So like something what sticks, what doesn't stick. Um, you know, I don't it seems like you've I don't everything, consider right? myself again, I don't I don't really consider like food to be one of my fetishes, not really, but there are definitely times where I'm like, This food is so good and my gut reaction is I wish I could roll around in it, <laughs> you know, or like I wish I could smear this on somebody and lick it off. That's how like isn't that like food. what do they call that wham? 
wet and messy. Wet and messy. But that's not necessarily there's food. A, yeah, because it could be it could just be like goo or slime yeah. or mud. Oh. Yeah. But there's a food based kind of wet and messy, right? Mm, a lot of times that involves pies. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind pie of based stuff. Yep. But unless it's a really tasty There's pie, and you can be... like lick it I off. mean, yeah. I mean, if we just chocolate syrup and whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we just thought about it, there's going to be a Clifford's store up in about five minutes. <laughs> but no, yeah. Oh, you've never been so... pie in the face before? Come on. You know <laughs> what's funny? Haven't really lived. Pieing in the face is to me the epitome of the worst aspect of American humor. Because like, as a kid, I grew up and like my parents would always watch uh, comedy with me and. We'd watch like the Three Stooges and stuff like that. We're like, oh, this is funny. Oh, the guy gets accidentally bonked or they're hitting each other. The violence is funny. The moment that pie started flying, my mom, my dad, and me were like, what is with fucking Americans and pies, dude? Because it's funny. Why it's is ridiculous. It funny? There's it, nothing funny to me about ridiculous. it. Oh my I guess God. It's the absurdity of it. Yeah. I don't get it. I've I never really... laughed when someone gets pie in the face at all. I really like doing uh, wet and messy stuff, by the way. Like, I don't get to do it as often as I would like. And Not I, in this I, house. I don't know why. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm OCD as yeah. fuck, so it's not happening in this house. It's probably, like, you know, 50% why. But, um, why is there a newspaper everywhere? Oh, no. Uh, back when I was doing, like, I was, I was doing, like, some fetish shoots. I was doing, like, work for Gary Pranzo. I was doing necro shoots doing some modeling on the side like I met this boy online um, and we started chatting and it turned out he had a fetish like a real life fetish for uh, wet and messy and I didn't meet him like through the industry or anything he was just like some guy that I met through playing World of Warcraft and uh, <laughs> yeah most um, of those guys are wet and messy so but he was actually really attractive just kidding guys I love you <laughs> he was really attractive and very charming and I had such a crush on him and so I actually met the guy like I went out and I met him uh, and we like hooked up in a hotel <gasps> and we like had we had like a little wet and messy session like but I I didn't get paid for it like I wanted to do it I didn't know this oh, about wow. you <laughs> what did y'all use <laughs> Um, so he used whipped cream and um, chocolate syrup. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yummy and wet and messy. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Like he stuck me in the bathtub. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Texting my lawyer for divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just so fucking sweet about it. Like, and we were just like giggling the whole time and just like, you know, having all the stuff like dripping all over me. And I was like, oh my God, it's everywhere. Like, do I look ridiculous? And he's just like laughing and we're laughing together. It was such an awesome experience. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry you didn't know that about me. I didn't know when it would be the right time to bring something like that Apparently now is (laughs) a great time. (laughs) Well, you just learned something about your wife. Enjoy. Hope you like, hope you have have a sleeping on the couch fetish. What the fuck? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that's kind of cool. That's really cool. I mean, I used. To, I've had. Um, I've had private. Uh, <coughs> oh my gosh, should I say this? Here I go again. Uh, no, but I've had. <coughs> no, yeah, I've, once or twice, uh, like uh, you know, like fun wrestling sessions with with somebody that I was dating, and there was always like, it was very light and fun and everything, but there was a lot of that. What you said, the dominance and the submission mm-hmm. being a part of it, which I think that most fetishes now can be kind of tied into that. Like, not all of them, obviously. If you like to see... No, actually, yeah. If you get like, a guy getting kicked in the balls, there's a submissive and then there's a dominant. And then there's, like, a lot of it kind of spans from that. So it's always interesting to see how that kind of works in. Because, I think mean, wrestling's a big 
when you're the loser. For example, I'm assuming when you do the wrestling stuff for SKW, you probably prefer to lose. Yes. Because it's more, you lose more control, someone's controlling you, and mm-hmm. if someone really knows what they're doing, um, then it's probably kind of really exciting and fun. Which yes. actually brings me back to what we shot today, because you shot with our, our resident monster. Yes, and I got like manhandled and thrown around. <laughs> and Six foot nine, gentleman named Tiny. Yes, I like never feel that short. Uh, so what was it, it was like? very unique it was it was a lot of fun now that I've heard you um, say all this other stuff I'm kind of curious to hear yeah how it ties in it was a lot of fun I mean I, it, it's rare that I kind of allow myself to get turned on during a shoot because mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it separate and professional mm-hmm. you know I, occasionally it if it's something that I've shot a whole lot or if it's someone I'm very comfortable shooting with but um you know, I loved uh, getting thrown around and flung around and, and manhandled. But um, at the same time, like, uh, Tiny does not come across as a dominant person. He comes across as a big fuzzy teddy bear, oh, which is wonderful. Yeah. Like, he's so nice. Uh, so it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. But it wasn't like, a, oh, this is sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a different type of... Heel, I guess you could say. I will tell you something that was sexy was later on you were like demonstrating some belly punching and like the sound, like the the, the, the smacking sound. Yes, I was like, oh, I fucking love that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> yeah. it sounds good. Me too. Because I think it, it adds so much to a scene if you just hear that smack. Mm-hmm. Because when someone like just tries to be very nice and they're just like, and they do that little like they barely touch you and you're supposed mm-hmm. to supposed to react to that. I always tell the girls because like 99.9% of everyone I've talked, I've worked with is like, just give me something because yeah. I got to be able to react to it. You know, mm-hmm. even Jacqueline, Jacqueline's very careful with what she does physically in a, in a wrestling match. But even then she's like, you can, you can kind of, you know, give me a little bit. Oh man. But I, and, and <laughs> at the same, on like, on the other hand, yes, I like hearing it and I think it sounds great and, and everything better, but I feel like that I'm often like one of the people that is too timid because I'm so scared of hurting somebody that I'm like, you know, I'm not making the sound when I'm hitting either. You yeah, know? but you're also like I said, you're very sweet by nature, so you're not gonna like, wanna. But you're not a dom. No, no, and so many uh, fans don't seem to understand that. Like, mm-hmm. they just they just automatically assume. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm tall. You're tall. That, yeah, that I'm gonna be, and they want. Like they'll offer their services as a slave or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I am not interested in that. And they're like, you know, what? But I could. Don't you want to like humiliate me and tell me what to do? How could you not enjoy that? And I'm like, no, I don't enjoy it. Like the only thing you can do for me is send me money. So if you're not gonna send me money, then I'm not interested. Oh my goodness. I have a guy and, who uh, who. Um, they don't understand. I think they don't seem to understand that even if, let's say, you were dominant, there has to be an established dynamic of trust and mm, some yes. sort of knowledge of each other. You Absolutely. can't just have a stranger walk up to you and be like, "Step on me." It's like, no, you've got to like, "Hey, man, I've, there's got to be a, a psychological connection there." Right, yeah. and, and, so, and yeah. also like, if I was a dominant and a dom, I would be like, 
I don't know you. I don't know how much you can take. Like, it, I feel like it would be really irresponsible of me to just stomp on you. Yeah. Yeah, you so, could hit somebody the wrong way. I mean, that's why a lot of, like, session work is scary to me because I've heard stories of girls who will meet a guy in a hotel and the guy just wants to get trampled on. Well, some of these girls don't know how to trample safely. So next thing you know, you're cracking someone's sternum and they're going to the hospital, you know? Yeah. And so, like, it's... You have to have that trust. Like, I... The person who first flogged me was somebody I knew very well. I still do. And I trusted the shit out of this girl. And she really, she knew exactly where my limits were. And she did a great job. Uh, I, I wouldn't be at a party and just go like, hey, man, can you grab that thing for me? Because <laughs> next you know, you could have a psychopath just fucking beating the shit out of you and, yes. you know, opening you yeah, up. Yeah, that's just abuse yes. at that point. But, like, if you and I were to do a wrestling match together, um, which we will, I'm sure, but, like, we... We've had the history where we trust each other. Mm -hmm. And now that I know that you like it in a certain way, I could probably be like, okay, well, fuck, I'll do it this way instead. Because I know that she'll at least have a little more fun with it in, in whatever way possible. But same thing with Jacqueline. Like, she knows it now. And, you know, it's always good to kind of know if you're working with somebody if they're submissive or dominant. Because, like, I've had girls who have told me, like, oh, I'd rather not lose. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm... It's a, it's a custom script. Like, it says you lose right here. And they're like, ah, I don't like losing to people. And I'm just like, well, this is a fetish. Like, this isn't an actual, like, mm -hmm. pride thing. So I, that has happened. But um, tangent number eight. Yeah, it's not really a pride thing, though. Like, some models, you know, they, oh, have, they're, they're they have an image, yeah, their image. to uphold. Mm -hmm. and, and I get that. Like, some girls just do dom work uh, and... and vice versa and that's just you know how they want to be portrayed to the public and it's like seeing them do something out of their element like it just wouldn't be natural i mean i'm sure they'll do it but it just like uh, you know a lot of the fans would be like wait this isn't really what yeah. she usually does she doesn't seem to be too comfortable at it but i don't know but i've gotten but, interesting requests from guys who want to see someone who's very much dominant in real life or at least in their you know public persona um, she won't mind me saying it because I've told the story before, uh, just not on the podcast, but Gia Primo, who's, you know, this extremely fucking ripped, like, you know, mm -hmm. she's a grappler. She does Dom stuff most of the oh, time. Yeah. Like she just basically her her workout is I beat up six guys a day for an hour <laughs> a piece during sessions. And she's just like, like not a single bit of like body fat on her. She's just all muscle. And, uh. When it came down to her coming to my site, I was like, look, I know you're known for being dominant in these private sessions and doing stuff for, like, scissor vixens and stuff like that. But I'm going to defeat you for some rounds. Another girl named Jessel's going to defeat you for some rounds. And she was just like, really? I get to lose? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm, oh, is that okay? And she's like, fuck yeah. And so, like, she came over and we just did all these matches where she lost and she did a good job of selling it. And I started getting fucking these weird hate mail. Oh, my goodness. Like, these guys were like, how dare you defeat the goddess? No, you know, and I'm just like, Goddess Gia. Yeah, it's like she's my. How dare you put her in a position where she's defeated? But she's not fully submissive. Like even when she she'll do those roles for the videos. Yeah, she's not. But she's not just like, no. oh God, how is this happening to me? Why? Like she's, you know, she's, she's fighting it. She's, yeah. yeah, she's tough as nails, kind of. Yeah, she's a scrapper. Yeah. But, like, she still loses at the end of the custom because that's what was being requested. Mm -hmm. But these guys were just, like, they could not handle the fact that their goddess was under someone's feet, you know. Wow. Be it male or female. Mm -hmm. Especially male. Holy shit, if it was me. I did a whole video. It was, just, it was a dumb, not a dumb custom. God bless you. But it was, like, ten minutes of bear hugging. And so it was just her. And the guy wanted her to, to just say things like, 
You're so much more powerful than me. I'm completely defeated. You're stronger. I'm weaker. You're pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm ugly. Your car is nice. Like, I mean, it was just like, you know, her constantly vocally submitting. And, and, and it was just me going like, yeah, keep talking, you know. I don't know, but we did it. I feel and like you guys did a way better job in that video. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but the guy who like the guy who wrote me about that video was fucking pissed because he saw Gia as like this. I mean, imagine if someone like took a picture of you, you know, whipping Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and oh yeah, but <laughs> honey, what? Put, put down the cattle prod. Um, <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> But, but yeah, if someone, there's a picture of you doing that, there's going to be someone who's religious and go, why are you doing this to my deity? Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of how it was. And like, these guys were like, if I ever meet you, if I ever find you. And I'm like, what are you going to do? You're submissive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and luckily no one has killed me yet. And uh, if someone ever does, this will be a very ironic podcast. Um, but okay, so we've moved past your personal kinks, which was very fascinating. Um... Is there well, any? Wait, what about what about the sleepy stuff? Like, what do you think oh, about that? Well, that's a lot oh, of control. Yeah, um, I do think it's. I, I do. I like it. I think it's fun, um, especially if I'm like being like knocked out by choking. <laughs> okay, well, that's what we're shooting. Well, tomorrow. So that's what we're shooting tomorrow. <laughs> um, you know, I love that. I volunteer. We just got a custom in right this second. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Um. <laughs> One of the things I like about that, and I, I don't know why I, this enjoys, I, I enjoy shooting this, but like trying to pay attention to detail and so that like continuity, I really enjoy trying to like stay, like if I'm knocked out, like stay in the exact same position between cuts so that Oh, so it you must love when I, yeah, you must love when I cut because I always like look back at the footage and I'm just like, your arm was here, your yeah, was there, your leg was over here. Yeah, and it, people who don't do that, it drives me insane. It drives me crazy too. So, I'd rather just lay there and be in the awkward pose and just yeah. be like, okay, just like yeah, converse with them while you're like this. You're yeah. like, all yeah, right, so what do we like, shoot I'll, next? I'll lay here. I've got my eyes closed, like tongue out. Just speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know why, but I really enjoy. It's like kind of a personal quest of mine. Yeah. <laughs> to try to, so I, I enjoy that. It makes that. it more real, too. Mm-hmm. That's Yes. Yes. Um, so the idea of just being, having the continuity is more like a mental, like, yeah, stimulant. Like, you're like, I want to make this so when someone sees it, you know. Well, and also I feel like if I get up and I'm like, my, I don't know, when I lay back down, it doesn't look like I've been laying there that long. <laughs> you know? You're all refreshed. Like, yes, I'm refreshed. And, I, and you know, I get, I'm laying there and the muscles get like limp into a certain position. And then if you get up and do stuff and then lay back down, you're like, okay. <laughs> Just because I'm limp again in the same pose, are they limp in the same way? Does that make any sense? Oh, it absolutely does. It does. Absolutely does. does. Like I said, that's And then, of course, like with my hair and stuff like that, you can never get the hair exactly the same. Nope. So, you know, that drives me crazy. Uh, That drives me crazy, too. Well, even today when when Mary uh, trapped you in a neck scissors, I made sure that when she did, I couldn't see what your head was doing. Oh. 
So right when she trapped you, I went to her face and she was like saying whatever she was saying. And then suddenly I cut and I'm like, all right, let's cheat the hair out of yes. the face. Cause then I can cut to you suddenly fresh faced. Cause you look, you, you were, you this basically, a lot of hair. yeah, you had the, the cousin it thing going on. I was just like, no, it's like, you know, you're beating up on the girl from the ring, but yeah. <clears throat> oh, she's coughing again. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Oh deeper. It's another, another $3.99. So. I hope you are into phlegm. <laughs> How did she know my fetish? We just lost thirty percent of our viewers, and now they're back. Um, but yeah, so but what is there anything else about the sleepy fetish? Because considering your own proclivities towards dominance and, and being controlled, yeah, well, there's the got to be a lot in there that the idea do. of like you know getting dragged around and um, the idea of like I guess maybe the anticipation of like oh I'm at their mercy what are they gonna do to mm-hmm. me now you know a lot of it a lot and you of it can't is the mental and yes I can't. wake up yes yeah. the, a lot of it's the mental anticipation um that for me like tickling mm-hmm. uh you know if somebody's got me pinned down and is like coming at me like this like I the anticipation of like oh my god where are they gonna <laughs> tickle me where are they gonna tickle me how much is it gonna you know how much are they gonna tickle me it's very exciting. It, yeah, it's exhilarating for sure. <laughs> so yeah, and they did like it said with the sleepy stuff. Ooh, what are they gonna do to me? Yeah, I had okay. So I had a girl who I talked to who um, there's a movie called Dazed and Confused. Oh, I love that. Movie. Okay, so there's a scene in that movie that she was just like, there's a scene and it's, you're gonna think I'm so weird because it involves like teenage kids and I'm like, go. <laughs> and she's like, so there's a scene where like they they bring one of the guys or one of the kids out, and and he's been playing baseball, and they have to paddle him, and like Ben Affleck has this paddle, and he bends this kid over, hmm. and he does this thing where he just pulls back, and then and then slows down for a second, and then he pulls back again, and no, actually it's not it's not Ben Affleck, it's Jason London or something like that. He pretends he's gonna hit the kid, yeah, and he goes like one and slows down, and then he doesn't hit him, he pulls back again and swings, and then he stops at the last second, and she's like. That is so fucking hot. <laughs> and she's like, that's the best part. It's not even the getting hit. It's the, he just stops at the last second and slowly pulls away. And you're like, is this going to be the one? Is this going to be the one? And I was just like, that's not weird at all. Like, I mean, it, it's so, it just so happens you caught that in your brain during that movie. Mm-hmm. But you have no control over that. Like your own triggers. But it sounds very familiar. It's kind of like, oh, is, it, is this going to be the one? Or is he right. just fucking with me? Or like, yeah, am I going to feel it this time? And so, yeah, that's... that's the possibilities of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's going to happen? But yeah, that's the that's one of the bigger things for the, the sleepy fetishes. I think is the especially if you're a participant is the I'm asleep, so they can do anything they want, mm-hmm. and that extends over to to a degree, although much darker to the necro fetish stuff. And I was going to bring that up because we always bring up necro because it's it's just kind of like still kind of a taboo a little bit, no, but a totally lot is. of models do it. Yeah. Uh, have you done any at all or? Well, I know you've done yes, some for Jacqueline, for but yeah. yes, I have. That was a stupid and... question, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I I have. You ever eaten food? I shot uh, with some guy out in Portland. Portland's a big place for that. Peachy Keen. Mm, his name was Chris. It's been it's been. Chris's like... Corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And someone uh, recommended me one of his or recommended one of his models to me, but I'd never got in touch with anybody. About yeah. It. Um. Yeah, and it was it was fun. Um, I mean, they were fun people to work with. Um, I heard they're really cool. The Hannah Perez works with them too. I yeah, uh, I did one video that was like, oh man, what was it was 
I think I was like a cheerleader and I OD'd or something. <laughs> and, and it was like it was like the most crazy long drawn out like uh, gone gone pom poms. Uh, Sorry, that's what I would have seizure it. like like thrashing and flopping around Whoa. and like. It was so Oh, did they give out. you like the Alka Seltzer thing where you're like foaming? I don't at the think mouth? I foamed at the mouth, although okay. they did like do a really uh, a pretty cool like bullet wound thing. Well, for they another shot video. you? Oh, for a different for, video. For a different video, yeah. Mm. Um, Some girl was like, oh my God, that cheerleader's having a seizure. Shoot her! <laughs> but yeah, so. Her, her it was like super long, drawn out, like flopping all over the bed and Whoa. having a seizure. And then I think I like. Ended up with my hand down my pants or something. <laughs> like I died like that, of course. You know, of course. So you seizured your hand into your pants. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna go, go with a smile, kind of thing. Yeah. Do you want to get another bottle? I'm gonna open this piece of shit. Nope. I'll get another bottle. Okay. Can we pause it for a second? No, you can. You want to? I can talk to her about the necro stuff. I want to talk to her about the necro stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick uh, go in to grab another bottle of wine break, and then we're going to come back with talk of death and cheerleaders and pom-poms. And... Anyway, love you guys. We're moving? Okay. All right, so we're back after getting some wine, because, you know, that's important. Um, but uh, we were talking about the necro stuff, and we uh, we did uh, touch on the fact that you have tried it. You did mm-hmm. uh, Chris's Corner. Yes. Uh, free plug, I guess. You guys. <laughs> Um, now, how does that extend to your what we just explored, like the the control? I mean, obviously, you you said there was the one with the cheerleader thing you were talking about. Yeah, and uh, that was just I found it more honestly amusing because yeah. it was so drawn out. Um, I think that I don't totally understand the necro stuff mm-hmm. because I I you know and I've never I haven't really given it too much thought. Because uh, I haven't done as much of it as I have other stuff, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know if the people who are into it like the idea of killing somebody, or do they like so... the idea of doing things to dead bodies? <laughs> or, so, so this well, is, or do this, they like the idea that they might look, come in be, and rescue? So, so this is this is actually one of those occasions where you you're pretty much you, you you're asking us a question that we've. We've researched because we've we, I've shot necro stuff. Although uh-huh. the stuff that I do is very tongue in cheek, the stuff the Jacqueline shoots is a way more. It's very cheesecake. It's very light and fun. She doesn't use like real blood or anything. Like that. Not real blood, but like blood effects. And I mean, like, I, I've shot like darker content when yeah. it comes to necro stuff. It's not always like like cops and robbers and like yeah like, super cute like stuff like that there's been like neck snaps and stabbings and stuff like that yeah it can yeah. get pretty dark and but uh, but actually the very first fetish video that i ever did was a necro video oh so interesting. that's way about to jump in with both feet <laughs> right <laughs> both feet both hands just just everything we're learning all kinds of new things tonight oh please yeah. you knew that about me <laughs> i knew that yeah but yeah um, of course <laughs> I used to work with this company up in Canada, and they go by Bluestone, Silk and Blood, doing all kinds of uh, plugs tonight. And um, I got into this job by a girlfriend of mine that uh, I used to do do shoots with, like uh, photo shoots. And 
she was like, oh, you want to ever, ever do fetish videos? Like, I work with this guy, and, you know, the, they're like many movies where, you know, there's a script, you play a character, like, you have to memorize lines and everything. Wow. And I was like, wow, this sounds really interesting. His scripts were and, pretty intense. And, um, you know, there was, like, continuing storylines and stuff, and it was it was pretty involved. And that aspect of it was definitely appealing at the time because I was just like... You know, I wanted to get into acting, and I wasn't sure if I was good at it, but I was like, let me just give it a shot, and yeah. literally, and see it. Yeah. And, um, see what you did there. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, almost like a like a CSI thing, like, with, like, sexy femme fatale, like, strong female characters that would, like, have a confrontation, and, you know, like, end very, up, like... Very, very noirish. Yeah. Okay. Private eyes, getting caught, like yeah. snooping around kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I loved doing it. One, because of the people that I worked with were just such a pleasure to be around and they made it fun. Um, but like the content never really got to me that way. Like I never really thought anything of it like as being horrible. But, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff up on niche clips, which is where a lot of the necro content is. It's like right. the it's like the dark side of clips for sale. <laughs> yes, and there's a lot of different types of necro up there. The dark um, belly, yes. And there's a lot of avenues that you can you can go with it. And people do a lot of the post mortem, like with the dead body, I'm gonna like fuck this corpse kind of thing. Uh, I'm not into that. But I can definitely see the appeal of it's that that whole thing about you know like dominating somebody. Yes, very um, much control. Yeah, <laughs> like taking their life away, dominance. Yeah, you're not getting up and running away. At that <laughs> point. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's the whole thing about you know the the beautiful woman like writhing in pain, and you know you're doing all like the sexy moaning and and stuff, and you're on like the edge of your life, like pleading and begging, you know, to be put out of your misery and you know, the other girl just, like, hold the gun and be like, you know, any last words kind of thing. And it's that whole thing again, like... It's like, when, when is she, she going to do it? Yeah. yeah. It ties okay. into that. But, you know, we'd always do these, like, long, drawn-out death scenes, no matter what they were. Whether it be, like, um, like drowning scenes, machine gun, pistol shots, uh, knife, strangulations was a big one. Long, drawn-out scenes. And then... Um, I got to drown her because I was a mob... A uh, mob guy who got informed that his girlfriend was was talking to the FBI. Yeah, fun. And for that company, and uh, it was the only time that Jacqueline and I ever made out on camera. Yeah. Because it opens on it opens up on just us being romantic and yeah. making out, and uh, and then afterwards, like I get a call on my cell, and it's like she did what? And then I'm like, <laughs> honey, come on, and bring her over to the hot tub, and it's just like drown, and it was just so weird. Uh, like to me, like I. I mean, I did it because I was just like, okay, well, I'm trying to be a performer. But, like, it was just right. so, it hurt me so much to just even pretend to, to do that. Oh, because you love Aww. me. I mean, yeah, you're all right. But, like, still, like, <laughs> no, but, yeah. But, I mean. Some days, though. But, yeah, some days I'm like, where's that hot tub? <laughs> uh, no, but, like, of course, like you said, it was shot very systematically. It was like, okay, yes. let's do 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there. And then, you know, and we'll go around to this angle and, and make yeah. sure that she's safe. Uh, but, so, but the yeah. thing, you know, when you're actually dead, like, I think that there's just something beautiful about, like, a beautiful woman, like, being frozen in time, like, in just this particular pose. And <laughs> what? Was that saying. was very beautiful. Yes. <laughs> oh, you should have seen his face, folks. <laughs> Go out with a smile, like, <laughs> times like a, a million. It's just this rictus of terror, just like, ah! 
No, I saw just... all of his teeth. Yes. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Uh, okay, but no, continue. So there's the, that that. There's yeah. There's this, this is new to me. I, I I haven't thought of it that way. No, there's just there's something beautiful about you know the the woman being frozen in time like that and. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like it. It's never been weird to me. Never. Even when I I had customers contact me, I thought I would be weirded out by it because it was like, you know, sometimes when you're shooting videos like this, you separate yourself because you're trying to be professional. Right. Um, but I think everything, for me personally, what I try to do is always step inside to the, the psyche of the root of the fetish. Like, okay, why why do people like this and what do they like about it? Because that's the thing that helps me. Um, yes, I definitely get that. Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, I thought I would be weirded out by what people would have to say, like talking to me about like wanting to see me murdered. But um, everybody that I've spoken to is, has been so like you know well spoken and polite, and you know they're very detail oriented about it. It's like mm-hmm. it has to be exactly this way and this angle and these sounds and the way the, the body moves. Like it's very very exact and. That to me is also very fascinating. Even down to you not having your own name. Sometimes I've, I've done videos where I shoot, shoot for Jacqueline. It's like, your name is Brenda Starr, and you know this is your <laughs> this is your assistant Tiffany Jenkins. And you, you <laughs> must refer to each other in these, yeah. in these names, yeah, uh, because these guys have these storylines that are just ingrained in their psyche. Mm, yes, they want to see them come to life. But the necro thing, and you can stop me if you disagree, but like I think it's it's an extension of. Um, blending attraction to the opposite sex or even the same sex uh, with triggers, things that happen when you're young. So death is a huge taboo right? you know, across the world. There's some places that embrace it. America is not very good at embracing death. We're very afraid of it. And of course, you know, that's why funerals are, are very morbid. But um, if you're a kid, and this is something that's been explained to me by people who are into this, because, you know, like Jacqueline said, there's people who approach you in such a way that they're very respectful when they ask for this stuff. If you do it the other way, it's not going to work. If someone goes like, Jessica, Nicole, um, I'm, I'm emailing you, and I would love to see a scene where you're just, you're a private eye, and this guy comes in with a little cap gun and just fires at you, and you're like, oh, I'll grab your chest, and you're wearing a very cute dress, and you pretend to die, and you're draped across, you know, a bed or a, a desk, and you just kind of like have your eyes, you know, go still, and then the guy pans over you, and, and you can say this, this, and that. If you got a script like that, you'd be yeah, like, I'm I can totally. do that. Yeah. But if you got a guy who's like, I want to see what your dead body looks like. I want to imagine the smell in the room as you release your final death fart, or whatever. Like it's right, it's horrifying. Like. So it's all about the approach, but most of, most of these guys, all of these guys are very, like, there's no one nicer than a guy giving you a necro script. These right. guys, because you think about okay. it, like, you, you can easily creep somebody out by telling them that you want to see them uh, reenact their demise. Yeah. But I understand, like, some guy was telling me, he's like, man, I, I don't know what, why I like this stuff, but I do. And I'm like, that's what fetish is. Mm-hmm. It's something that clicks when you're, when you're a kid, in your case, much younger. Like, you know, some people start when they're like 18, 19, 16, 15. In your case, you were much younger. It just happens. There's a trigger. There's something that happens. They see something on TV. They read a book. And a lot of times these guys, especially the guys who are older, would watch like old noir films where it's like some beautiful femme fatale wearing a really cute like skirt and top and she's mm-hmm. just in the wrong place at the wrong time and, and a bad guy comes in and shoots her and she does the whole thing where she's like, 
writhing and then she finally slowly kind of dies and if you're at that point in your life where you're reaching sexual awakening mm-hmm. and you suddenly go like beautiful woman awesome pantyhose amazing skirt great top honestly one of the biggest influences i think in media has been like the james bond films because there would always be that gorgeous woman that he would meet right. in a bedroom or just yes. had had sex with and then she would like get murdered mm-hmm. you know he'd turn around and like she would be shot or something or covered like that, in or... gold paint yeah it's like stuff like that which you've done <laughs> yes and i uh, i yes i did <laughs> I I had never heard of that before. I did it, and I was like, "Really, this is." A For the thing? record, we're talking about getting painted head to toe gold and, and gold, then gold, and then like turning finger. into a statue. And you're a statue. Yeah, yeah, and and it sold amazingly well. Goldfinger, gold mm-hmm. man. And I was like, "Thank Bond." Wow, I was amazed. But yeah, and it was it was fun until it came time to get the paint off, and it, it's right. It's hard to get off. Yeah, because Jacqueline's done lots of exfoliation. I won't. I yeah I won't do shoots like that in my house. I get requests for it all the time, yeah. especially like it, it almost can tie into my sleepy stuff a little bit because it's like you can you can trap a girl and like hypnotize her and like or you know freeze her or something right, or yeah. turn her into a fembot and make her do things as a, as a, as a golden statue. I was like that fucking sounds awesome. Like I would love to do that, but my OCD will not allow me to deal with the cleanup. Oh no. I can't do it, and and so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to build a shower outside or something. <sighs> something like Cause that. Because I I like that. I lo- I like mm-hmm. the the gold stuff. I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was fun. But uh, but going back to the necro stuff. So I think um, I've learned to understand it. Uh, there's certain aspects of it that I still don't get, and I would never do. Like the I mean. Like Jacqueline says, the romanticized version of it, I can understand. Like the yeah. whole idea of like, you know, stuff like from the 20s and like, you know, that, that whole like, oh yeah, I got stabbed and they're writhing and it's a sexy thing. And I understand when you're a kid or a teenager, uh, women or men, you can see this and suddenly it just clicks. It's just that you happen to be seeing this one thing at that one time and it just clicks. Uh, the stuff that I can't get into, and once again, when I say that I can't get into something, it's something I've learned from this podcast. I'm never looking down on you because you have a certain fetish that I don't understand. Um, Mary Meow and I had a talk about this uh, last week, but yeah, the th- it's the post-death uh, sex that I don't, I can't wrap my head around the necrophilia. Mm-hmm. I just, it's it's too much of that. Yeah, it's too extreme, or uh, anything with with gore. Sliced throats and like there's a there's a company that just does I think just girls getting their heads chopped off and stuff like that Um, and and like I said not if that's your thing man I if you're doing if you're just watching it and not doing it to people then I've gotten my head chopped off before yeah rock on but um (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) divorce and so uh, but no but uh, yeah so like stuff like that was really extreme like girls getting hung upside down and they're trying to like gut them like. Like you just like hunted a, an uh, animal. Um, yeah, those like girls getting like hunted in the wild and getting like gut. And I'm just like, that's just no, I, I can't. You can't wrap that around my head. But I mean, I remember on niche clips, like I, out of curiosity, I always look at like what the top selling clips are, like every couple of weeks. And there was this one that was really cool because they had a great set in the woods, and it was like this cult that captured a bunch of girls and like strung them up. I'm learning so many new things about my wife today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, I don't know. It was, like, I guess one of those things where, like, you're in this predicament and, like, you just, you know, you're being held captive by this group of people and they're just having their way with you, which is 
kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Do you like but, that aspect of the role play, the, the fear? Or is it more like, I'm just bound and I can't do anything? And I'm, No, I, I, I like the... Like, please, the uncertainty. Yeah, p- pretending to be afraid. Okay. Like, kind of, you know, sinking into the... But knowing that you're really safe, like, yeah, in the like, back of your mind, like, this person isn't going to really, like, right. rape and kill you and exactly. fuck and your like, corpse. Um, <laughs> that, that, that usually costs extra. Like, uh, I mean, even to the point of, like, uh, when I'm being choked, mm-hmm. I'm really not crazy about being choked completely out. Okay, so you're not really into, like, passing out for real. Yeah, like I came close once and it felt amazing, mm-hmm. but it was also so scary. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. scary. It felt amazing. For someone really who does, scary. for yeah. someone who does what we do, uh, neither Jacqueline or I like the idea of being no. like, rendered unconscious. And I, I'm, I, I'm a sleeper kid. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I've, I've never been knocked out, like for realsies, no. except for like, like anesthesia during an operation. Oh well, yeah. I mean, and even then, that scared the shit out of me. That loss of actual control right. scared the living shit out of me. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was nervous as all hell. And I was, like, so afraid that my my brain somehow was going to fight it. And I was like, mm-hmm. there's no way this is going to work. And I remember, like, laying on the table before surgery. And he's like, count back from 10. And I was like, 10, out. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, did I even get past 10? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> Because anesthesia has like the slightly, um, like you lose some memory. Like, mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, you counted all the way back because they made me count back from 100. I remember 90. And I was like, oh, wow. did I make it to 90 and pass out? They're like, yeah, you made it to 40. And I'm like, oh, wow. I did. And it was so horrifying to like, I wasn't <laughs> conscious for that, you know? And then like, and they're like, yeah. And even during like, it was it, it, even during a dental thing, they're like, yeah, you were awake during some parts. I'm like, what? I wasn't, I don't remember any of that. And uh, yeah, we told you to open your mouth wider, and you did. And I'm like, fuck you, man. I felt like I was getting punked. But um, anyway, so that was a whole rigmarole of us trying to tell you what we've learned about the, the, okay. the death fetish. Because, like, it's, See what yeah. happens when you ask us a question? No, that's <laughs> that was very informative. And it actually it reminded me that that I, it's, I haven't been shooting much the past couple of years. Uh, You've been but, busy. Yes, I've, I've, I've been busy. But, uh, You've had a couple of critters. <laughs> Uh, I did uh, necro stuff for Bill's Playhouse, and I don't know if you've heard. He only does like I don't think he does any video. I think it's only photo sets. Okay. But I remember him telling me that it's all kind of inspired by like the detective magazines. Yeah. Mm. Like the like the detective more and all that mm-hmm. stuff and and. Uh, I love all that stuff. Yeah, and and that reminds me because it's very it like yeah, yeah it's. Like in a draped over the bed position, but uh, sometimes he interjects humor into his, which is like you strangled yourself with the phone cord, like you accidentally <laughs> strangled yourself with the phone cord, you know. So. Uh, oh, I need to work with this guy. Jessica Nicole yeah. stars in Who Are You Gonna Call? <laughs> yeah. Yourself. Um, no, because you just strangled yourself with the phone cord. Um, no, that's and like I said, you can you can do it very tastefully. Yeah, I mean, you and can. I always say this, like when, when we were talking about it last week, uh, and someone's like, "Well, what? How would that differentiate with wrestling?" I'm like, "It's very simple. Like if someone says, uh, Sleeper Kid, I want you to do a video where you completely dominate Jessica, and you put her in this move, this move, this move, this move. At the end, you get a steel chair and you you knock her out with it, and you go for a pin. And that's like, okay, I can do that. But if the guy's like, then you grab the chair and you just 
fucking crush your skull with it. You'll be like, <laughs> at shooting your custom because you're coming at me with a very, uh, almost like a dark and and and, uh, and brutal, you know, approach to it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm afraid someone who writes that would might go He's out and try it. He's the future serial killer. Yeah, there's yeah. there was like the pile driver thing. Like like I really like that you do pile drivers because you do them safely and the girls are, are safe. And then there's other guys who are like. I can't wait to see someone really power drive someone into concrete and see what happens to their skulls. And I'm like, dude. And then delete, block, block, block. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's, you can approach anything with that level of danger. And, mm-hmm. or, or like Jacqueline says, her case, 90% of her fans that do Necro uh, are very respectful. You know, they're just like, they don't want you to feel uncomfortable. They just, you know, they're, they're, they're just probably trying to come across as, as sane you know, in their own heads, because they're like, oh my God, I like this. Mm-hmm. So I have to present it in the best positive light. You can't just say it in, in something, you know, something that like a serial killer would write. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we hope that, we hope you learned something, folks. <laughs> tell your, tell your, tell your parents. Um, but the other thing we're going to move on to, because we have something that we were talking to during the break, like fucking Conan Brian, during the break, uh, you, uh, we were talking about like, um, your, propensity towards being submissive mm-hmm. uh, which I think is fascinating because I always I always like to find that out about people because it tells you a lot about them but you also said that you've uh, dabbled in session work and right. uh, so when someone is doing a session with you and and we're dealing with someone who wants you to be dominant for that session how does that work in your head well um, I very rarely do sessions um, mostly because I feel like I'm not qualified <laughs> to be dominant, not really, but occasionally I, I do do them, and uh, I have one customer, a very, very nice man, uh, that I've had for a very long time, and so uh, mostly he just likes to worship my feet, but occasionally he wants me to kick him in the balls or slap him in the face or spit on him or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, going into it. I kind of dread it because I'm like, oh, this is like getting into that mindset. It's really hard for me, and I don't want to like hurt anybody. And, uh, but then, but he so- wants you to. <laughs> but then once I I start doing it and I see how much he's enjoying it, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, okay, he's really enjoying this. I can kind of get into this. Yes. Like I'm having fun because he's having fun. Mm-hmm. So does your does your um, I wouldn't say the word aggression, but like um, your de—I guess deviousness—is that a word? <laughs> like, do you get it more? It is now. Do you get? Do you get a little more evil the more I you realize so. that he likes I mean, it? Not. I get more confident. Mm-hmm. I think in in what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, because like initially it starts out like I'm very well, just not not confident and unsure, and I feel like I'm like don't want to hit too hard or whatever but like again say words are for well and I, I see how much he's enjoying it and banana mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, rat fetus <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's a good one if you can remember it uh, <laughs> you'll never forget it now I'm telling you <laughs> so shout out to our friend who, who she told us that was her safe word and I'm like that is a very good safe word <laughs> gelatinous rat fetus <laughs> But yeah, so I see how much he's enjoying it, and I'm like, okay, apparently I am 
doing this pretty well, you know, let me, I kind of settle into a, a more confident rhythm, I guess, with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy because he's happy. Mm-hmm. And that's... But at the same time, like, like I said, I, he's been a customer for a very long time, like 10 years. So you, you, you know, slowly established that. Yeah. And um, people that just randomly write me off the internet and they're like, oh, I really want you to, you know, let's talk through what would happen if you, you know, beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and don't you want to enjoy imagining that? No, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... We, we yeah. call that lip service. Like, we, like the guys were like, hey, so if Jessica wrestles Jacqueline and she gets trapped at her next scissors... How, how, do you, how do you think she'd feel about that? And I'm like, she'd feel delete, like, and yeah, there's because they, they don't even want to order a custom. They want to buy a video. They just kind of want to hear their fantasies realized mm-hmm. through somebody else. Um, but uh, but yeah, but that's a good point. Like uh, when you're when you're dealing with with doing something that you're not comfortable with, but you feel like the other person's enjoying it, then it's you know it makes it a little bit easier to, to kind of comprehend Mm -hmm. um going on with that topic is there any particular fetish you've done that like how would i put this let me put this nicely because i've asked i asked cheyenne this too and she she really loved the question but it was like um out of all the fetishes you've done uh is there any one of them where you were just like i'm never doing this again or i just don't like i think we talked about not understanding it but like is there anything that you you did and you were like, okay, that one, you regret? one and done, not regret, but just like, okay, I'm I'm not I'm never gonna do this again, mm. for whether it be personal reasons where like that hurt or, uh, or I feel like psychologically, you know, I, I wasn't in a good place. Man, that's hard. It's uh, the kind of questions I ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think I mentioned that that. Uh, even though in the past I took the occasional very rare smoking custom I don't at all anymore mm-hmm. just because I feel like I don't do it well and it, I cough and hack like a like a person with emphysema mm-hmm. that, that in itself could be a fetish right? <laughs> um, no I can't really think of any off the top of my head that I've, I've been like god that was so terrible I don't ever want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything out there that you, um, like, I think I talked about the necro thing to a degree, uh, and we were talking about this last week with some friends, where you understand there's a fetish out there, you've, you've seen it, uh, you've not necessarily shot it, but, like, where you just don't, like, I, I'm really fascinated about the fetishes that we just can't get. We just mm-hmm. don't, can't wrap our heads around. We still respect them, but, like, I didn't know there was anything out there that just jumped out at you where you're like, really, people like that? Hmm. To me, it was ball busting at first. For example, like I just because I shit. If you graze me the wrong way, I'm done for an hour. <laughs> so the idea of getting fully kicked in that area is alien to me. Um, I don't know if this really counts, but uh, like needle needle play. Mm-hmm. Ah. I am very terrified. I mean, I've passed out on more than one occasion from you know like having to have an IV or, or, you know, give blood or something. So I guess you don't have any tattoos. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, honestly, or piercings. Um, are you all clean? No, yeah. I, I do have my ears pierced. Okay. Oh, yes. You are it. I do have my ears pierced. Um, 
But that's quick, right? You didn't get the right. You got you got it with the staple gun. My goodness, I was six, so it's been okay. There's a staple gun. Go. So it's probably with a staple gun. Yeah. Yep. It's not like a hole punch or something. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) It was. It was very quick. Um, I, uh, I, I really, I hate needles like so much. Um, and honestly, the last time that I gave birth, hands down, the absolute worst part of it, the only part that had me like <laughs> crying in tears, make it stop, I don't want to do this, was the IV that they put in. For the epidural? Almost, no, almost or... before the thing started. Because wow. I, I got there and, and they had to um, go ahead and put in an IV for like some fluid and some antibiotics yeah. and stuff. And... Uh, I freaked out so bad that oh. they were like, we're going to just put a little, um, like an a, a, uh, anti-anxiety med, like some that'll wear, that wears wow. off quickly. Yeah. Like, we're going to put some in your IV. It wears off quickly, so the baby will be fine, but we need to get you calmed down before oh, we wow. can proceed. Wow. So, yeah, that's how bad needles freak me out. So, like needle play or um, the hooks. Like where oh, they, they hook oh, people suspension. And, and suspension with the hooks. Yes, yeah. I I am aware of the fact that they go to a place with the pain and they're like this like flying and they mm-hmm. feel amazing and out of body experience because I understand that because I understand that from the choking. Mm-hmm. But I can't watch it. I I can't. It's brutal to watch, especially if you hate needles. Yeah, I can't watch it or even thinking about it. Mm. Like, I need to stop thinking about it because I'm going to have to put my head between my knees. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we'll move on from that subject quickly before she passes out for real. Which Good Lord. I don't have my camera ready, exactly. so. <laughs> so, we do have some. consciousness. Yes, maintain, yeah, that would be a terrible podcast if you just knocked out the whole time. Uh, for some people, I'm assuming. Uh, but no, so um, I've got a couple of other questions that I think would be great, but like the, got a couple of fan questions that are just kind of streaming in. Oh, so okay. we got um, cool. some of these first are really caller. cool. First caller. Yeah, first caller. Um, all right, so... Uh, oh, Jessica. Okay. Oh, all right. So basically, uh, who are your favorite companies to work with? Is there any... Th- what? Oh, who are your favorite companies to work with? Um, what is your worst experience on a set so far? Oh, um, I think that's what he said at the end. Favorite companies to work with? From James Young, who said he's okay with being named. Okay. Oh, well, obviously, uh, Sleeper Kid and Jack Velvet. Oh, oh, my God. Because yeah. it's not just like shooting with y'all. It's like a whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole experience. And they're, y'all are just like so, you know, friendly and welcoming and everything. So She's, yes, so, she's a, slowly walking into the trap. <laughs> oh, she's already been in there. <laughs> Willingly. It's a 10-year t- Um, I love shooting with uh, Candlebox and Scott Torbay. Oh, yes. They're amazing. They're fucking great. They're so funny, both of them. Um, goodness. I mean, there's so many people that I really loved shooting with and enjoyed shooting with so much. It's hard to... Any particular models that you find you have a lot of chemistry with? Or, like, when you were on set with them? Mm. Um, I love working with Becky LeSabre. She's oh, awesome. fuck. Becky's awesome. She just texted her. me from, like, her new number. She's like, I love send me pictures of your theater, please. Uh, <laughs> strange I love request. working with um, 
well, I, even though I think Candle Watts is mostly behind the camera now, but yeah. anytime I can work with Candle in front of the camera, that's great too. Um, Addie or Juniper, I guess. Or she's I've, not I've goes by, working, she goes by Ray. I haven't worked and, with her yeah. as Raya yet, but yeah, um, she's awesome. So, she's yeah. a she's 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 another one that I like working with. She's she's, she's very kind of laid back, yeah. and very fun loving. She likes to laugh. Yeah. Like she there's, laughs half the time she talks. It's great. There's some tickling yeah. companies down in in Florida. Um, Shine Wild Tickling and FTKL. Yeah, them? they're fun. Mm-hmm. They're fun. We had him on the podcast. Yeah, uh, he's, Phil. He's super nice. His his lady Tara is really sweet too. And um, you know I don't know if he's still shooting anymore, but Space City Souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love still him. Shooting. Oh, good. Good. It's been so long since I've been able to get down there that I've kind of fallen out of the loop. But yeah, they're all great. I love them. Thank you. Um, um, worst experience on set? Yeah, because there's always got to be that one. It's like okay. George Carlin used to say that somewhere out there right now, the worst doctor in the world has a job and he's got an appointment <laughs> tomorrow morning. So there's got to be like a bad thing. Okay, so I actually, I ha- I almost hate telling this because... Afterwards, I was so angry at myself for not just calling the shoot and walking out of it because Ooh, it was so bad. This is interesting. Um, it was a, a guy uh, off Model Mayhem, mm-hmm. and he wanted to shoot some some fetish and some some glamour stuff. And I was like, okay, what kind of fetish? And he's like, some foot fetish. And... You know some sexy lingerie and maybe some uh, pet play and I was like whoa what's pet play and he's like oh you just you know pretend like to pretend a... to be a, a little cat or dog and like maybe walk around with a leash and everything and get put in a cage and, yeah and, and <laughs> like eat out of a bowl and I was but no, like no Ray did that for a bit right Ray Fett or Addy um, yeah, actually, I did a. I I've been very long ago, but I did like a puppy play shoot with her, mm. and we did one where she was a cat and I was a dog, and we were fighting. It was Aww. so funny. Yeah, it was so. That's funny. already adorable. I haven't even seen it. Cats um, always win. Mm. Yeah. Um, so. Anyway, I was like, okay, yeah, that that'll be fine, um, and. Then as it gets closer to the shoot, like he's just asking more and more like kind of weird stuff. And I was like, it was uh, the first shoot of like an East Coast tour that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I should have just canceled it, but I felt like I needed to start out with, you know, like I didn't want to start out with a cancellation and everything. So, um, and he was like, can you, will you eat out of my hand? And I'm like, Interesting. I'm like, if you wash your hands first, and I see you wash your hands, then mm-hmm. okay, I'll like eat some M and M's out of your hand or whatever. <laughs> so, um, jeez, we're doing the the pet play thing, and then he's like, he's like touching around my mouth and out my mouth, and then he's like putting his fingers in my mouth. This is after like I'd eaten some M and M's or whatever out of his oh, hand. So I, and he's and I'm like. Oh, what are we? Why? And he's like, "Is this okay? Can we?" And I'm like, "Okay, let's just do this and get it over with." Like that's kind of what I was thinking. No, I should have just been like, "No, that's not okay. I do not like that." But anyway, he eventually like jammed his fingers so far down my throat, I involuntarily threw up. Oh no! Um, and I, I don't 
have much of a gag reflex. So like this was, it was very shocking to me. Jeez, I was man. like, oh my God, what, what just happened? Ah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Here, let me get you a towel so you can clean up. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like wiping this up and getting some water. And I'm like, okay. Just, I was like, don't do that again, please. That that was really You gross. are so nice. Um, God bless so you. So we start shooting again. <laughs> and it, and it, it turns out it was, he kind of wanted like a shoot slash session. So, uh, and this has been quite a few years ago so I've kind of learned to watch out for these sort of things now yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nip it in the bud but uh, we started shooting again and he's playing with my mouth again and all this stuff and then he just goes right back in my mouth and I throw up again oh my god and then, then so I'm like trying to pull back oh. and he's like rubbing it on my face and I was like son of a bitch oh. I was like no no not cool dude he should have oh just projectile God. vomited right into his mouth oh, so, and then he would have had so, an orgasm and so I'm like trying to clean up again and Jesus. he's like he's like sorry I'm like that's not cool dude don't do that he's like I didn't know I read online you're submissive and I was like what I was like just because I'm submissive that doesn't mean I you can just do whatever you want and that I enjoy throwing up on people <laughs> at all or throwing up you know and he's like oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry can we keep shooting and again like I oh, should have just been like God, you're you know so, what just pay me for my time so that nice. we've shot and let me go <laughs> but I was like let me go clean this vomit out of my hair Aww. and if you really want to keep shooting so we, we shot for a while and then we went um, outside to like a park and I was like okay this part should be Easy. I mean, we're out in public, Fuck. and he just wants me to pose like by a tree in these cute dress and heels and everything. And then he's like, "So I want to like get some pictures of you walking across the parking lot here, and then can you just kind of fall over?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Into my hand that goes straight down your throat. <laughs> no. he's, like, he's like, "Yeah, just kind of like stumble <laughs> and fall, and then like sit there and hold your ankle like it really hurts." And I was like. Well, this guy's like a uh, fucking renaissance man. Okay. Sprained ankle fetish. Yeah. 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 And and I, I kind of, like, afterwards looking back, I almost feel like he didn't really know anything about fetish. And he read about it online and was like, mm. let me try all of these things. But, yeah, I mean, so, you, of all the things you could try, like, making someone throw up on your floor would yeah. be, like, at the bottom of the list, I think. So, and... and Yeah, to do it, like, not once, but twice. It's yeah. like, come on, it's like, oh, that was an accident. You know, you know not to go back and do that again. Yeah. Like, stay and away so, from... so, like I said, you know, I hate that story, and I, I'm almost <laughs> embarrassed to tell it, because I'm like, God, why didn't you just get the fuck out of there? Like, why didn't you stay? But, you know... No, but I mean, it's it's an important story to tell. Like, if anybody so, else can hear that and like be warned, of yeah, like, something like that. Like, Whew. if someone makes you throw up on your shoot, just leave. <laughs> like, don't don't let them do it again. Just leave. Ladies and gentlemen, safety tip from uh, Jessica Nicole: <laughs> If someone forces you to vomit during a shoot, good indication that you might want to leave the room. Yeah, just leave. Just yeah. unless you really enjoy vomiting. Right. If you're into if that's your thing and it's been pre-established and yeah, yeah right on there's newspaper on the floor or whatever um, there's also a story and you don't have to tell the story if you don't want to but I remember one of the things that uh, you and I have had 
a lot of bonding conversations. Uh, uh, I think one of my favorite conversations that I ever had with you ended with you saying the words, oh, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. <laughs> and, uh, it was, it's not, it, it was just something that was so funny. And it was just like, and that's why I'm afraid of black cock. Oh, God. <laughs> I was it, thinking about that, like, when she was wrestling Tiny today. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> really? Like, she like, those, those, those screams that I heard were probably genuine. It's like, oh, my God, it's, it's right there. But I forget to this day what preceded that statement, which is obviously not racist at all. You just you you genuinely presented this amazing tale that I can't remember. And that was the that was the like the when you would listen to fables when you were a kid. But like the moral of the story is that's why I'm afraid of black cock. But um, to hear those I, words coming out of your mouth, because at that time you I mean you still come across to me as somebody who's so sweet and so soft-spoken and and but when you say a bad word it tickles me like when you say like when i've heard you say like motherfucker it, like it makes me giddy it's, it's genuine she, you know that she means it oh yes it's, you don't just it's kind of sexy because they're like you're you're very much like hey guys how's it going and so i'm like this motherfucker like oh man and who do like, we gotta kill yeah <laughs> but do you remember what preceded that statement um i'm not totally sure but i think it had something to do with I, a dildo of some sort i'm not sure well um, I don't know. Probably what it was <laughs> is that, uh, as I mentioned before, I had a very sheltered upbringing. So I did not see porn except this one time by accident until I was in college. Like, that was the first time I'd ever seen porn. Okay. Um, at all. And it was, it's really funny because my, um, He's now my husband, but at the time I, I, I had met him and we, we met in math class. Um, so yes, we are nerds. Um, but I don't even know how I think. Okay, he made a joke about like, um, like a dirty Sanchez, and I didn't get it. And I was like, I was like, what? I don't. And and so he explained to me what it was, and I was like, I was like pre donkey punch. I was like, oh my god, that's a thing. Yeah. I was like, what other kinds of things are there? I was like, tell me about it. You know what else is there? I want to know all the all the little secret code names and stuff. And, um, the only one that I remember now is like the candy cane one, um, where you come on a girl's face and then punch her in the nose. Uh, <laughs> and then you take the blood and mix it with a semen. Oh yeah. my! It's a candy cane. Um, my There's favorite the, uh, one. Jackie's my, is. My favorite one is the uh, the, the, the no, raccoon. The raccoon. You're going to say Trash Panda? Trash Panda. <laughs> the raccoon, where you, you fuck a girl, and then you punch her, and you give her two black eyes, and then you leave, and on the way out, you knock over two trash cans. <laughs> that one's really That's good. Great. I also it, like the Gonzo one, where you just, and it's not, and you just like flop your balls over her eyes, and then your dick <laughs> over her nose. Oh, God. <laughs> I, the, the visual image of that is great. Uh, so we did. We, there was one that I. There was. I remember Chris Angel, the comedian, uh, not comedian, the magician. Uh-huh. I mean, he was kind of a comedian. He's terrible. But uh, but he's this, a joke. Yeah. So the magician guy is Chris Angel, and my friend's like, yeah, you got to give her the Chris Angel. I'm like, oh Jesus, tell me what the Chris Angel is. And it's like, so you're fucking a girl from behind, and they always start off like that, but she's facing a window out to the street. 
and you're just fucking her and fucking her and then like right in mid-stroke your friend best friend comes up and he just slides right in her so she doesn't realize that you know that there's a new person inside of her and you run outside and you go to the window and you pop your head and you look at her and you go mind freak <laughs> and I'm like that was rape but okay <laughs> well that would have to be very planned out. Like you'd have to know if That's your best friend had. You you'd have to know if your best friend had the same penis size as you. Yeah. <laughs> and like you had the same like thrusting. I don't know, it's just <laughs> yeah. way too involved. Yeah, lots of coordination of thrusting. You know, being on the same rhythm. But I was saying. So if you okay. know, so, <laughs> so do we remember the the thing? Right. So like, um, this is. I've been yeah. racking my brain for months. <laughs> so I'm like I'm I'm showing all this curiosity about it, and he's like. It's a porn thing, and I'm like, really? They do that? And he's like, have you never seen? And I'm like, no, what happened? I don't know. He's Adorable. Like, well, he's like, well, I mean, if you, I can show it to you if you want. Aww. Like, and I'm like, yes, please. I'm like, let me come over to your house and watch porn. <laughs> so, like, Score. That's, that's literally what I did, and like, it, it wasn't like a sexy thing at all. It was like me sitting there being like, okay, now. Uh, let me see, let me see two girls. Okay, now let me see like three girls and two guys. And a cup. <laughs> yeah. and I, was like, I was like, what other stuff is there, you know? Let me see big oh, tits. Oh, God. Um, oh, that must have been a long weekend. Yeah, so yeah, we, we, we kind of sampled a little bit of everything. And at some point we drifted on Let me see peeing and pole vaulting. Onto uh, black cock supremacy porn. Oh! And... Please explain. Like, <laughs> um, I've only seen like a couple of videos of it, but I mean, it's it's like big big black cock to the extreme. So like, and sometimes they they apparently wear like these penis extenders, so it's like comically, almost like oh, comically long, like okay. two feet long or something. I think our buddy uh, and then they Cadence have, has done a few things like that. They they were wearing like those these, weren't real. No, no, the ones that she did were real. Like the ones like you can't even see her face. Like she's posing with one behind her eyes and it's just her chin. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Continue, yeah. It's like her and a They're boom mic. These, these tribal masks and, you know, it's like a little white girl and these dudes oh my God. with like, like, mm-hmm. genuinely like giant dicks. But then, like I said, I'm pretty sure they had like some kind of like penis extender things on them to make them like improbably long, you know, like two feet or something. It was ridiculous. And... Cobra snake. I was just like, I, that just looks so, <laughs> I, I just felt a lot of, I was like, how is that inside of her even? Like, where is the room? <laughs> is it not up in her lungs? Um, and I, I personally, like, I, I don't know if I have like a short vaginal canal or something. I don't know. But I just always, anytime I see anybody getting fucked by a giant cock I'm like oh that just looks painful to me you know <laughs> yeah like where um, is it going unless yeah. it's like coiling up inside there yeah. like for a second and and really? so you know it's, it kind of became it just I guess because that was like because the first thing you first, saw was and it it just stuck in my brain I was like I know this is a stereotype and I've been told many times that it's a stereotype <laughs> and it's not true but I'm just I don't want to risk it, you know? <laughs> I don't want to risk it. No, I just imagine Jacqueline hearing you screaming downstairs <laughs> in a completely different light. 
because uh, for people who were listening, we did a, a shoot today with Tiny, who is very tall and, and uh, an amazing man, but he's also African-American. And we taught him to do a move that he'd never done before, which is the port swing, which is the, the, the baby swing. Baby port swing, swing, yeah. Baby swing, port swing, they call it both. And so he'd never done it, so I showed it to him. And he's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And like, you're like, oh, this is fun. But the moment that he put it on you, like you scream like a banshee. <laughs> and then Jacqueline comes in and all she hears is just like, Hmm. Him probably going like, <laughs> you're like, what? Blood curdling scream. <laughs> and Jacqueline probably thinking in her head like, and that's why she's afraid. It did cross my mind. Of black. Oh. But I know what you shoot, and that wasn't it. But it did cross my mind. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> but there is one thing I want to talk about because there, we've had plenty of bonding stories. We've talked about a lot of different things, and, and like you said, when you come here, it's not just a model comes shoots leaves for her next gig like mm-hmm. we always go like well you know jessica's coming so let's make a night of it let's have wine let's hang out by the fire let's tell stories let's you know let's let's yes. really connect because you're very easy to talk to Thank um you. and we love you dearly we really do but there's we've talked we've just kind of shared some shit and you told me about this one weird that i'm stroking over here Thank you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. and i'm all the way on the other side of the table it's very impressive um so we uh, we did a thing where we were talking outside about bad experiences, and you told me about this one person, and I'm not trying to out anybody. I'm not going to name the guy, but it was somebody who did sleepy stuff in Miami. Ah, oh, yes. And oh. it was you, and was it Becky LeSaber who was also um, She had been with us earlier that day, uh, but it was me and another model who were who were doing the shoot. Do you remember who the other model was? Because I, I, I'm trying to rack my Her head. name was Jamie. Okay, so we don't yeah. know her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, yes, and that was a very frustrating shoot. And it's it a good was, cautionary tale, I think. Um, really, I mean, the guy didn't do anything like overtly. He didn't make terrifying. you throw up. Or anything, no, yeah. he did not make me throw up <laughs> <laughs> and smear it on my face. Oh, oh my god! god. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm just trying to. Okay, it was like. Once again, there were signs beforehand, like the scheduling took forever to work out, and then it kept getting changed, and the time and everything. And he wanted to do like a full day shoot, but he couldn't start until like seven o'clock that night. What? So we were like, okay, well, we're going to have to split it up. What? We'll shoot as long as we can, and then we'll have to finish up the next day. And um, it was one of these things, it was like you could tell it was definitely um, his fetish, which is fine. Um, but if you're shooting it, you have to kind of separate yourself from that so that you can get a good product and so that, um, you're not necessarily pushing somebody who is not also fully into it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and at one point, like he wanted us to be tied up and it wasn't like really extreme tied up, but... I was just getting like enough of a bad, a like weird a, vibe. a weird vibe, yeah. and then the fact that he wanted us tied up, and I was like, it was. It's the only time that I've been in a shoot that I've been like, if I need to escape from here, <laughs> like, how? Where would I like, go? Like, I I need a I need a plan, you know. Uh, so that was just very even having to think that was very off putting to me, and then. Um, he just kept pushing the shoot longer and longer, and we were like, you know, we, we think we should stop. 
I need an I escape, need an escape plan just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, sorry guys, we had a little bit of a battery situation. We're back, and we were talking to you about the uh, situation where you were in the shoot with uh, was two other girls. One other girl. One other girl, and then he, uh, the guy, was trying to get you to to stay later. Oh yeah, or just one was, more thing. Is what yeah, I just one more thing. Just one more thing. Uh, you know, let's just finish this scene. Let's just finish this this video. And it just kept dragging out longer and longer until me and the other girl were like literally falling asleep. Hmm. And That's what he wanted. And uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, you know, finally we we were like, look, no, we, we we've texted our ride because we were we were down in Florida and we had all ridden together mm-hmm. um, with the other model and. Um, and uh, we've texted our ride. She's going to be here soon. We, we're done. We'll, we can shoot more tomorrow if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we pack up our stuff. We head out to the car. And um, Becky was was the other other model. And she was like, she was like, so he paid you for your time already shot, right? And I was, we were like, what? No, we're coming back tomorrow to finish it. She was like, nope. She was like, go back, get your money now. Yeah. And, uh, like, I mean, we, me and the other girl, we were so out of it. We were like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, we, we need to get our money now. Thank you, Becky uh, Saver. Exactly, yes. And uh, so she went back in with us to, to make sure we got our money, and he didn't want to pay. And he was like, oh, no, I'll just, I'll just pay you tomorrow. You know, no red and flag. Yeah, yeah, and so it ended up red being flag. we were just like, you know what? No, just give us our money now, and we're done. That's it. End of shoot. And uh, yeah, never heard from him again, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, <laughs> not a problem. Well, that was a very like I said when I say cautionary tale. Uh, besides the one with the vomit, that's a that's a big one. Um, but like when you told me that, it, it was the first real situation where I heard of somebody trying to that in, in particular which I was like how, why would you do that why would you try to cheat somebody out of their pay and I'm assuming what you show up the next morning and he's suddenly just gone like it was a hotel yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. so he could have easily just left right exactly. and been like hey guy we're gonna go back and get our payment and also finish this shoot and suddenly there's just an empty when well, also it was like it was like you know at that point it was like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and he was like he's like yeah I wanted to shoot for like three more hours and I don't want to get the hotel room for another day, so can we start again at like eight a.m.? Like, oh no, my god! We can't. No. Yeah. So. Oh my it's goodness. Ridiculous. So yeah, so that was the second one because remember that that stuck with me. That particular story stuck with me because it, it was just like the antithesis to what you should do in a in a in a shooting situation. Yeah. But um, I'm very honored that you see Jacqueline and I as as, as people that you enjoy working with. Of course. Um, and we we totally, I mean, I, you know, I'm always over the moon when you come down. Like, and you know, we were you were so nice to come to our wedding, and it was a beautiful um, wedding. Thank I you. I was so happy that we were invited. Of course, oh. you were invited. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh shit! It's Jesus Christ! But let me check one last thing. I don't see if there's any last questions. I don't think there are. There's a few people who are asking questions that are, I think we already addressed. Um, there's stuff like favorite movie, favorite song, favorite musician. But I know, actually, you are. You know, that's a good 
insight real quick because uh, I mentioned that you were very much geeky mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I think is very attractive uh, about anybody is somebody who, who enjoys stuff but like what are you what are you into now what are you like crazy about oh, that you man. would recommend to somebody like if someone's like hey man tell me tell me what to read what to watch what to listen to like what would you say okay uh, well, I, want, I want to know honestly like what is your like favorite thing that you're into like your your coupe de gras like I know a lot of people that are like you know, Star Wars fans, like, through and through and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Something that's just, like, carried you through your life and shaped you for who you are today kind of thing. Um, a lot of, uh, I guess, more on the fantasy side. Yeah. Although, um, uh, you know, they're children's books, but the Chronicles of Narnia are, like, mm. some of my favorite books. I love those. I love those so much. What about um, the... What about the movie that came out? You know, I loved it because they tried. <laughs> um, you know, and, and then there were, there were aspects of it that that were really great to be able to see. I thought on they the, got some the things big, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and it's great to be able to see on the big screen and everything. It was but, cool to um, see what's her name as the uh, as the white Tilda witch. Swinton. Yeah, yeah, she was amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, but. My favorite book of the series is the Dawn Treader, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Did they do that as a movie? They did, I believe. I think they did. I didn't know that. I know. Maybe they did Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe and Prince Caspian. Oh, okay. Maybe they were going to do... Because Voyage of the Dawn Dawn Treader was one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I I don't... Maybe they were just going to and then they they did so poorly that they didn't. But, um, yeah, I was disappointed that... It was either they did it and it was either really bad or they didn't do it. Either way, I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Anything recent that you've been like, holy shit, that was amazing. Like, to me, like, for example... Okay. Um, I recently, probably a couple months ago, watched... Maybe just a month ago, watched uh, the first season of Preacher. Yeah. And I was yeah. like... Oh. I was like, Preacher. oh my God, this is amazing. This is so good. Oh, right? dude, I, I thought it was great. Did we tell you about that or no? I mean, the internet told me about uh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. We are the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, uh, we don't we don't have okay. like well, now we're or telling anything you, like yeah. that. We just have Hulu and Netflix. So sometimes I'm kind of behind on stuff. Yeah. So I, it popped up on I don't remember if it was Hulu or Netflix, but anyway, it popped up on one of those recently. So I watched it, and um, yeah, I was like, this is so amazing. Like. I love it, and um, I'm also I'm right in the middle now of watching the second season of Sensate, which is oh, they yeah, yeah, have yeah. the most gorgeous sex scenes. They're beautiful. <laughs> they're so beautiful. I, I love it. And they just canceled the goddamn show. Oh, what? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so heartbreaking. So I kind of no, I mean I, I am that was one of the ones that I wanted to catch up on. Um, do, why do they cancel all the good shows? Because if it's esoteric and it's out there and it's you know it's, it's, like it's outside the yeah outside the box like people like Jacqueline's for a long time and still is is Hannibal. It the, still is like uh, Hannibal. Right now we're really deep into like American <laughs> Gods, which is you would you would absolutely love that show. I've heard. Yes. And you want to talk about sex scenes? Jeez, man. There's <laughs> a one. There's one that's a, it's a gay sex scene, uh-huh. but it's the longest most extensive and beautifully shot gay sex scene I'll ever see probably it's just like I was we were all sitting there I screened it for your parents and I didn't feel uncomfortable I'm like just look at how beautiful that is 
Right? A beautiful yeah. shot. Even your parents were just like, oh, that was that was something. <laughs> uh, but um, wasn't nothing. It was something. It was something. But um, but yeah. But like, is is there anything uh, else that like, uh, you know? I feel like now I'm sounding like those guys. Like, is there anything else like uh, that you like out there? Anything else you want to tell us? Huh? Anything else you want to tell us about? <laughs> Come on, you can do um, it. You can tell us just, just one, one little thing. I'll turn off the camera. You can just talk to me. It's just us for talking. <laughs> Totally, just ignore this glowing red yeah. light. What turns what turns your fucking gears? <laughs> um, I do read a lot, and um, which I'm getting burn her. I do read a lot, and um, there is a book. Uh, it's by I'm pretty excited about it coming out soon um, by Brandon Sanderson, mm. and uh, you know. My memory is terrible now, and I like I'm like I'm so excited about this book coming out, <laughs> and, and I can't remember the exact name of the series. I'm trying to find it, but it's by oh. Brandon Sanderson. This and is why I need an assistant. It's just like mm. like in the background with a laptop. Like look at Brandon uh, Sanderson, man. Quickly. Look at Branderson. Oh. Does he do sci-fi or is it uh, uh... fantasy? Oh, okay. Oh, there he is, right at the top of my Amazon. The Way of Kings? Uh, the Stormlight Archive. Okay. Yes. Oathbringer in the Stormlight. I was I was thinking it was the the I don't know. But anyway, the Stormlight Archive, Oathbringer um, comes out in November and I'm super pumped about it. It's a beautiful series. Is it like it's fe- fantasy. Future fantasy or like otherworldly kind of thing? Um more, more otherworldly magic stuff. Um, so kinda of like saga and like like other stuff where like it's just complete different Yeah, yeah. yeah magic systems and and stuff like that. Um, okay, so a couple last questions here. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, man. Uh, I've really enjoyed the new the new Star Wars stuff that's come out, of course. But I think I'm going to have to go with Star Trek. Okay, so in that case, Shatner or Picard? Oh, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, man. Spock? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a great answer. I have seen you in a blue latex uh, Star Trek Star outfit. Trek dress. Yeah. Before. I, yes, I. That I was do. pretty hot. Yes. Yes, it so, was. So, um, um, uh, favorite actor. Favorite actor. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, or one of your favorite actors, because I don't know. Alan Rickman. Still, oh. still Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Rickman. I love him so much. He's no longer living. Oh. But he's fantastic. I yes, love that I guy. I love him so much. Dragon. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I enjoy James Spader a lot. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. You and Jacqueline differ a little bit on that because um, she likes his earlier work. I do. I, it upsets I like, me I like what he's turned it. into. Any favorite musicians or? Mm. Just kind of more like a random music listener. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, you know, I am from Tennessee. I do listen to a lot of country music. So oh man, there's that. Um. Country girl. <laughs> Is that something you have to do, like, to get like a like a driver's license there? To, <laughs> like, name at least six people that have written a song about a truck. You're like, no, I got this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to present your carry permit to get your, your driver's license. Yeah, right? <laughs> you got a gun, you can drive. 
but um, this podcast could literally go on for hours because, like, uh, like I said, we we really enjoy having you here, and uh, we love uh, the fact that we we you know it's been you just had two kids, so like you know well yes. you did just have two kids. You had uh, your recent baby who's now six months six old. months old, but then now your boy is three. Wow, time flies. Yeah, when you're having fun, man. Yeah. Good Fun flies while you're doing time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so for a while, like, we just didn't shoot because right. you were being a mom. So Yes, and, and I spent, you know, 18 months being pregnant. <laughs> but we're, we're happy to have you back, and we can't wait to, to shoot some more. Um, if, if, Tomorrow if, I get to shoot with you. Yay. Exactly. And, uh, and now us, after this podcast, I have some ideas what ah, we're going to be shooting. Awesome. <laughs> this is all Jessica's uh, Jessica Jessica <laughs> this is her way of like you know I really like being choked right just in case you didn't know uh, in case I need to shoot tomorrow I'm a little choking 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 if you need to slap me in the face like don't hold back oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just... okay there's a fetish for that um, but also uh, no seriously like we, we really enjoy having you here um, I love being here. Thank you. And uh, we hope it happens, you know, more often. Now that you're like, it seems like you're back in in the circuit and uh, and you know, shooting stuff. Uh, one last question: Are you doing anything? Uh, let's do a couple of plugs. Uh, do you have your own store at all, or do you do you need clips for sale? Or do you have your own product? Uh, no, not not right now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So eventually, but if you do, then it'll probably be like clip store or yeah, yeah, clip store. Um, I love the idea of um, like having. My own site, but I think the clip store is probably uh, lower maintenance for what I've got going on right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, last question for the night uh, is one I've asked before. Uh, is there anything that uh, you haven't shot yet that you would like to try? Something that you've seen out there, you're like, shit, I need to get around to doing this. Uh, well, I really want to be suspended, um, whether that's like in a, in a fetish like yep. shibari, or do you yeah. want to do like hooks? You know, no. actually, sorry, sorry, no hooks. Sorry, you said no yeah. needles. Yeah. yeah, you know, with a like bondage. God damn it! <laughs> bondage wise. I meant from um, from high school when you were bad. <laughs> um, and uh, you know whether that's in a, in a fetish clip or like a pretty artsy photo shoot. Either way, you know. I would so like a rope that. suspension. Yeah, rope yeah. suspension. Yeah, I really, I would love. We had to a do girl that. here last night who actually specialized in that. So oh, cool. I'll give you her number. Awesome. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another uh, great podcast. Um, we have a lot of people coming, uh, and then a lot of people coming. Uh, a lot of people coming uh, in the next couple of weeks that we're also doing podcasts with. But uh, I think we're gonna have Caroline Pierce here soon as well. She'll be here next um, weekend. And uh, and then my friend uh, Katya, who's gonna be here, I think Sunday to do a podcast. So when it rains, it pours. Uh, our friend Maria standing behind me. We shot with uh, Jessica today. We'll hopefully get her on at some point to, to do a podcast as well. Um, everyone has a good story, especially people involved in this business. And Jessica's is no, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say, it's it's no, uh, why is my brain farting right now? Maybe because. Exception. <laughs> Jessica's no exception. No, but uh, no, you, uh, like I said, you, you're constantly amazing when you come to work with us. And we, we always enjoy working with you. But also, we most importantly love hanging out. Oh, I and uh, this is a really good way to uh, to flesh that out. So in the meantime, uh, until next time, actually, guys, uh, we'll see you soon. And uh, everyone say goodbye. Bye. Adios. Bye. Uh, that's the boy.